We're gonna have a good time tonight. Let's podcast. All right. We're gonna look forward to 2023 because I can't stop rhyming. I, I'm gonna get better at this, people. I'm gonna get better at this, to be honest. I was gonna say, did you make that up just now? Because that's pretty good. I mean, the rhyme I kind of stole from, you know, you know, celebrate good times. Come on, but True. you know, but there re- there is a good reason to celebrate though, because this is episode 52. Hey. So mm. we are technically this is our official year episode. Happy birthday to us. And my first episode, well, are we saying in person? Do you oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Is yeah, it a yeah, secret? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, well, it's our first, uh, this is uh, Chaz's, his uh, first in podcast episode, and uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome to us. How, how what, do you, what do you think actually doing it in person compared to Discord this entire time? Yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, should be a good flow, hopefully. Um, no yeah. more waving on, no more waving on webcam to talk. Yeah, yeah, it's not. like, oh, I want to talk, yeah. Just... Yeah, because you were basically saying, oh, yeah, I, I, I don't have to push to talk anymore, like... Yeah, although that scares me a little bit because I've like yeah, <laughs> a bit less control over. I mean, you just talk to talk. Now, yeah, I guess. yeah. <laughs> yeah but no, um, yeah, you know, Fergus is joining us again. How are you, man? I'm good, thanks. Um, I've had an interesting week. Um, what have I been doing? I spent the weekend in London, uh, checking out um, Battersea Art Centre. There's some interesting plays going on over there. If you happen to be in the area. Um, so is the art is the art center where the shopping center is now with the Battersea Power Station? Uh no, it's kind of on Clapham High Street. Okay, um, I did go to the power station as well, which is was it was it an electric electric experience? Kinda. If you're into high end shopping malls and oh yeah, because my wallet is screaming high end. I was going to say spending malls. money. Yeah, spending money, looking at influencers doing aggressive TikToks. All over mm, the place. I don't think I'm into it's, that. It's an interesting. It's an interesting <laughs> site. Um, but yeah, I was as I say, I've been hanging out in London this weekend. Um, oh, I watched uh, Akiba Made War um, on Sunday as well, actually, which is a retelling of the 1980s uh, Tokyo Yakuza Wars, but to get away with not pissing off the Yakuza, they're all anime maids, so no one could be identified. Of course they are. But it's all real. But they're anime. You maids. have spoke about this. You have spoke about this before. Maybe, right? I think you have. Maybe. Possibly. It's come out quite recently. Okay. Yeah. yeah and I just but want. It's really good. I just, want, I just want to make sure if you did because I'm like I think you mentioned that before. But uh, obviously, you know, we haven't actually had Charles on the podcast in it in a while now. But uh, how you been, man? I've been good. Yeah, I've been. I don't know. I was thinking about all the stuff I've been looking at and, and playing and such because obviously it's been quite a while. Um, I guess. Uh, the the two most recent things are Marvel Snap. I've gotten pretty pretty uh, good into that. You uh, have you have been mentioned a couple of times yeah, in the podcast because that yeah. It's uh it's got its hooks in me. Um, it's the Hearthstone, isn't it? Yeah, it's gameplay loop is just super tight. Uh, monetization feels pretty fair, and I've just been yeah I'm still playing it. I think I've racked up like twenty hours or something so far. I think they are introducing PvP soon as well. I think I think I think I've, I've I don't put on my people. But I think I've read someone that they'll introduce them where you can play against your friends soon. Oh okay, I didn't realize I couldn't do that because no one I know plays. But uh, yeah, <laughs> but no, it's good. And uh, yeah, the other thing I've been or I checked out which I loved was uh, the menu on Disney Plus. Um, Still need to watch it. Someone told me the ending though, so it's sort of like it kind of ruined it a bit for me, but also a little. But I think there's still plenty to enjoy there. I was laughing my head off personally. I've heard it. I've heard it weird. It's it's a very dark movie, but it's more like a dark comedy. It is a very dark comedy. Yes. So so good British humor then, basically. Hmm. 
Especially Ralph Fiennes in the lead role. Yes, he's he's fantastic. Yeah. Mind you, it's, it's actually to be fair, like a lot of the cast is British, like Ralph Fiennes, Annie Taylor Joy, Nicholas mm. Holt. I've heard Nicholas Holt is really good in the movie as well. Yeah, uh, who's he play? He he's the uh, he's the young the younger actor who brings uh, Anya Taylor Joy ah. along with him. Yes, he is good. Yeah, oh. I could talk about it a lot, but there's a particular moment that I absolutely loved. It was hilarious. Um, but yes, I would recommend that if you're into. I don't know if you know a little bit about fine food because it kind of makes fun of it in a way. It's good. I'd recommend it. Fair play. I mean, I um, I re- I saw it going on for food show actually. I I recently watched a show called The Bear. It's on Disney Plus. Yeah, I've heard uh, good things about this. It's only eight episodes long. It's like half an hour an episode, and it's, I shit you not, the seventh episode is one cut. Hmm. There's not a cut in the episode. Literally, How long is it? Twenty-one minutes. Wow. It's okay. a twenty-one minute cut. Mm. And basically, the, the the whole premise of the episode is uh, they set up this new to go order system, and they accidentally set it up to basically all the orders come through at once. Right. So they set up like ages in advance, and like they have to do like eighty, ninety orders instantly, and like the madness ensues with it and everything, and mm. so people that... getting distracted. It's on Disney Plus. Yeah. I was going to say that's another hit for Disney Plus. Then we've been uh, talking about this a little bit, and uh, they seem to be doing pretty well at the moment. Who's winning in the streaming wars? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, for, for you, how long is it going to take to give into Disney Plus? Uh, I'm just waiting to be kicked off um, Netflix, which point. might not happen now. Maybe, maybe they did post some very aggressive sounding stuff, like um, things like if you connect to the wrong Wi-Fi, we might ban you. So, like watching Netflix at the gym might become a dangerous, which is game. every single person, which is everyone. Uh, just well, boo everyone if you go to the gym, <laughs> and you actually have to physically call someone to get yourself unbanned, which means. 100 million people all and didn't they just tall? fire like 2,000 3,000 people from their yes. staff venue as well so it's yeah, like they've, they mm. have greatly reduced their staff recently but yeah <sighs> definitely potentially a future thing we'll talk about we've been murmuring about it and uh, yeah. streaming is going in a very interesting direction I do, uh, I do have to say that there's, there's an actor he tweeted like he worked on a Netflix project and he said so if I work for Netflix again and I go away for four or five months filming a Netflix project do I get blocked from watching Netflix on my phone when I'm filming a Netflix project in another country. <laughs> yeah. How does that, how does that work? <laughs> I feel I'm getting vibes of, um, you remember the original Xbox one release where they were talking about yep. all that restriction stuff yep. that was happening. Yeah. I'm getting that kind of, um, just like reminding of that where they had to backpedal a lot of those restrictions. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's very interesting to be honest. But obviously, you know, people, Figured I'd do a nice little intro for uh, Chaz coming back to join us today in the in-person podcast episode. But today, people, you know, we've done 2022. Um, do you have any special mentions from quickly from 2022, uh, Chaz, at all? Yeah, I mean, I uh, can do some films uh, pop up right on the top of my head. Um, Avatar 2, really enjoyed that. I'm sure that came up. Yeah, don't bet against Cameron. Just yeah. don't, do not bet against yeah. him. Of I course, mean, he's going to rip off Avatar the cartoon next, but yes, it's, yeah. Yeah, I um, I really enjoyed that. I saw him in 4DX, which was a weird experience. I got rained on in the cinema, which is a first for me. Um, also, almost thrown out of my seats several times, so... Yeah, uh, I don't know about 4DX for a free long, three hour long movie, but it was good. I saw it late in IMAX, much better in IMAX. Um, the other one was, as I mentioned, the menu. I think that came out very. It was, yeah, I yeah, it was, 2022. Yeah. Um, and um, Glass Onion was also really good. Um, yeah, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you've heard the previous take. episodes, yeah, but Fergus doesn't <laughs> like Glass Onion. Ah, okay. I think it was weaker than the first one, but yeah. um, still a lot of fun. And of course, Everything Everywhere, which I loved. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, had to mention that, was... that one. And that's leading the Oscar nominations at the moment. Yes, I think that very much is film of the year. Oh, that's exciting. Because yeah. obviously I know Ki-Hu Kwan, uh, he, um, he's got an Oscar nomination for lead actor. Mm. Or is it he might? Or is it supporting actor? One of the two, which is awesome. For, I love the fact that him and Brendan Fraser are, are, are Academy nominees now. Mm. And they've, so they've, they basically had this huge like period where they just disappeared mm. and they were in like Insinia Man it's like this way where Brendan Fraser came out of like prehistoric times and they were in that film together back like 30 years ago and Kihu Kwan goes on about that and it's it, they did an actors round table of like Austin Butler who plays Elvis and uh, Colin Farrell and Brendan Fraser and him it's really good to check out um, and then Michelle Yeoh yeah, mm. fully. and also some people have saying that it's the first ever Asian nomination in a lead acting role ever at the Oscars Really? No, That's interesting. I, no, I don't. I can't 100% confirm yeah. that. But yeah, the Oscars has not been great. Supporting, I believe there's been. Like, I, I believe Michelle Yeoh was possibly nominated for Crouching Tiger back mm. in the day for supporting. Possibly, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I mean that was relegated to foreign language film. Whether or not it is, I would say that Michelle Yeoh does an amazing job in the lead role. So. Um, if she gets some kind of acknowledgement for that, that would be great. Cause I mean, she she is nominated for the lead lead actress, so yeah. Perfect, yeah, that'd mm. be great. But no, a lot of people say that Brendan Fraser. I've always said his name. I've I've always said Fraser. It's Fraser. Oh, I, I've it's, also it's said Fraser. It's F A R S E R. Yeah, hmm. it's not Fraser. Like Fra- it's Fraser, and I'm like, I feel so bad. These many years have been said, but a lot of people basically saying it's it's going to him. Yeah, because mm. supposedly the whale is an emotional. It's, it's a very heavy emotional movie. No pun intended for heavy. Um, I, I do still need mm. to see it now because it's in British cinemas finally. So that and Puss in Boots, so, you know, balance it out. Yeah, you know what? I've, I would have thought of Puss in Boots as just a kind of, well, throwaway sequel, I guess. But apparently it's really good. So Academy yeah. Award nominated. Yeah, yeah, I will have to check that out because I, I like that character back in the day, I suppose. So, yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, Antonio Banderas, uh, we said in the previous podcast, he ruined his voice playing a, a Puss in Boots. <laughs> but it's just basically him in cat form. I, just, I've heard yeah. he really enjoys playing that role. Oh, yeah. No, it's uh, and uh, speaking of voices, I know Austin Butler recently came out and said he's finally losing his Elvis voice. It's taken him three and a half years, but he's finally losing the Elvis voice. Mm. But a lot of people are thinking, is he going to sound like Elvis when he's in Doom 2? That's a point. Maybe. Because they finished filming Doom Part 2, because that yeah. comes out in October. Yeah. Mm. So that'll be interesting. Like Some, yeah, interesting... Um... It's a side story where it takes up a music career. I mean, we will be definitely getting to Dune 2 in a little bit, to be honest. But uh, on that note, though, I think it's time, you know, with the honourable mentions out of the way, that we get into this week's topic, which is basically, we've done the past, now we're looking forward to the future, even though we're a month into it now. That's because of Nate being ill. So, ha, 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 oops. Um, so, the plan is, people, that we're going to be going through um, our list of 2023. So, what we're looking forward to, video games, TV shows, books, anime, because definitely focus is put on yeah. that as well yeah. games uh we're gonna do on we're gonna do a roundup of honorable mentions and then we're gonna go into our list so fergus has got three each myself and uh, Chaz have got a lot more um specifically for honorable mentions as well so we'll be getting into those uh but we won't spend too much time on them we'll just keep going around and everything but on that note i think it's time that we uh we begin so as is tradition mm. are you ready are you ready to begin yeah i can do a few honorable mentions on anime um so Oshi no cool, uh, coming out for spring season 2023. Uh, it looks like it's going to be an interesting one. I've heard of the manga of this one, um, so uh, so right. 
the so, so it's a reincarnation, but he gets re uh, so re is so he gets reincarnated into the same world. So the the gynecologist of this woman, <laughs> he's got he's got a massive crush on her because she's like a pop star. Um, gets this. run over immediately after checking her up. <laughs> you really start us off with this shit, don't yeah. you? Like, all the time. Yeah. Like, 2023. 2023. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> um, yeah, gets immediately run over after leaving work that day and gets reincarnated as her child. Fucking hell. So think of that as a perspective. Um, I feel like you didn't need to say this was an anime. I feel like you probably could have guessed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'm quite interested by this one. Um, I haven't got around to reading the manga, but it, I think it is as kind of... As is, uh, not messed up, just kind of like... See, I, lo- I love... I lo- right, people, we, we, wa- we watch the reactions to the trailers on this podcast, but Fergus has literally given me the title of this. I put in trailer, and it looks nothing like how you've described from the trailer. No, it does look like... It looks quite wholesome sta- in the trailer. Yeah, it looks like a standard wholesome idol anime, but there's just the context of her child being a reincarnation of her gynecologist. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's sake. only this. <laughs> there's only quite there's a, a circle of life trailer. joke in there somewhere. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. I only realised this was coming out this year, 2023, fairly recently. So it's on the honourable mentions list. The other thing I've got is Birdie Wing Golf Girls Story Season Two. Um, imagine the Pokemon world. Um, except there are no Pokemon and everyone's seriously into golf rather than battling Pokemon. And you've kind of got the general idea. So there's kind of like the Team Rocket of golf and then there's sort of underground street golf and just like really ridiculous high stakes. I'm sorry, underground street golf? Yeah. Did it, did it, did it, did it, did it have like a very underground level? Like it's like the... The you know those glow in the dark golf parties or something like extremely yeah, it's, underground. It's like people gambling on back alley. Um, <laughs> it reminds me of uh, underground countdown. No street <laughs> countdown. That's it from IT crowd. If you remember that one, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's it's yeah I yeah again similar yeah not too far off to be honest. But the first series was very entertaining. <laughs> I'm very much looking forward to season two, which is out 2023 uh, spring again. Um, for my first actual mention, though, I guess we'll stick with the anime. Um, of course we are. Uh, Near Automata, the anime, is airing this season, winter 2023. I did not even know that this was actually becoming an anime. Oh, I vaguely yeah. heard of this. Yeah, it looks really interesting. I have deliberately not watched... The, so the first episodes should be out on Crunchyroll now. Um... I've not seen the episodes yet because I wanted to, you know, be still looking forward to it as I was saying, I was looking forward to it. Um, But it's following generally the same story as the Nier Automata games. Um, I think there's some concern that some of the game elements don't translate into um, anime form, but if you've kind of liked the idea of Nier Automata the game and have not really been able to Sit, be good enough. Be good enough. Yeah, yeah. Be good enough. Sit down and actually slog through it because it's not the most forgiving of games. I think this is a good way to absorb the story and get involved in the world because it's an interesting world. Um, oh, Netflix. Okay. Uh, yes. 
Yeah. Um, and Crunchyroll. Um, yeah, so the, uh, if you don't know, the near automatas. Um, so you've got two versions of robots. You've got the sort of clunky, unhumanoid looking robots who are kind of like on the side of robots. And you've got the android, humanoid, very human looking robots who are fighting for humanity. I don't know if they ever, like, in the world of, like, wrecked cities, humanity is nowhere to be seen, and they're kind of fighting over this lost idea of what humanity is, and it's all very digital. I really love, so I'm. it's very interesting, because I know there's been a problem with animation styles leaning more towards 3D models now in their animation style, whereas 2D, yeah. classic 2D animation... Uh, Vox Machina. If you, I don't know if you guys have been watching that, that's yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, but they they've leaned more heavily into 3D models for some elements of the show compared to 2D. Yeah. It works in most parts. You could definitely tell, but I think also a lot of people said doing 3D 3D animation saves a lot more time than 2D animation. Oh, it's a lot so, more cost effective. Yeah, yeah, blending blending animation styles I think works to a degree. And looking mm. at like near automata, I'm extremely shit at the game, so that's why hence why I came back yeah. very quickly and. It has interested me, like, when we were talking about Cuphead last week and how Cuphead is awfully ridiculously bad. Is in like, difficult to do? Yeah. I'm also yeah. awfully shit at it. Yeah. And I love the fact that the episodes on Netflix are 12 minutes long, so I could I could digest them if I wanted to. Mm. I'm very intrigued in uh, checking this out, to be honest. Yeah, airing now. Um, it'll be another few months before it's all completely out. But, um, yeah, definitely one to check out. Nice. Right then. Right, shall I go next? I suppose might as well. Got a bit of a list to rattle off, so um, I guess one thing I want to mention actually, um, twenty twenty three kind of feels like uh, a little bit of a year of the sequels, or uh, yeah, sequels basically. There's a lot of stuff that's either been extended in terms of TV series or has sequels, uh, both from you know games and films. So not a lot of original stuff. Um, make of that what you will. But um, yeah, so I'm pretty sure Nate will probably be mentioning some of these but let's start with um films and marvel uh so in terms of honorable mentions uh guardians of the galaxy 3 is coming out um i think uh mentioned several times that this is going to be the last uh film with the core set of guardians in it um so it'd be interesting to see how they run that out uh i really enjoyed the first two um so yeah hopefully it's more to come um i think the uh four land and thunder kind of teased uh them a little bit and we kind of assumed it would be a bit of a buddy film with Thor and uh the guardians but not so much so be good to see them properly returning in their own um uh film uh, the other thing is uh ant-man and the wasp quantumania um i didn't even see uh th- i think it's just ant-man and the wasp right the second ant-man uh yes that's correct yeah, yeah um that one didn't kind of stand out to me but some of the cool again they're leaning into like the multiverse and like extra-dimensional stuff um the trailer just really sold me um they've got some really cool visuals going on the concepts really um interesting so might check this one out in the cinema um so yeah i don't know if nate's gonna mention more marvel stuff but i'm sure he will uh how dare you (laughs) you're right but how dare you (laughs) uh there's a lot of tv coming out as well um so couple honourables here, um, Heartstopper Season 2, um, you guys might not have seen this one, but it's, basically it's a nice bit of uh, representation, it's just this super cute um, uh, couple of guys in a relationship, uh, the first season was just 
big hit in for LGBT people. Um, I think it's an English show as well. It just oh yeah, this is definitely English. When, yeah. when you look at the trailer, people on Netflix just type in Heartstop season two. The trailer you can. This mm. is definitely British high school. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So you know, there's a little bit of um, you know relation for me there, but. It was just the first season was really wholesome, really well written. I didn't know they were doing a second season, so I'm pretty happy about that. Um, and looking through the list of stuff that was coming out in 2023, I also saw that they're doing a Gladiators reboot. Um, if you guys remember that one from the 90s. Oh, the one where they're kind of Oof. in like spandex and yeah, yeah. kind of have the push people off platforms. And, yeah, and exactly. Wolf, yeah, yeah. I, I remember watching, yeah, I remember watching this back in the day. Yeah, I, I just thought I'd mention it because I'm just like, really? They're rebooting Gladiators? Yeah. I have to check that out. Dragon um, Dragon Hanger, they're the, the, the pure spandex they do, like, they're back in the day. Oh, yeah, they have to. That's Gladiators, isn't it? I mean, with, like, uh, Ninja Warrior nowadays, you know, yeah, it's, 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 it's sort off. of like a similar yeah. premise to a degree. Like, yeah. And but so Gladiators did it first. Something I was forgot to mention earlier as well. I've been watching on Netflix is a thing called Physical One Hundred, um, which is uh, it's out now. It's kind of currently releasing, but the basically it's like a, a lot of very strong, physically capable people from all sorts of um, uh, you know sports basically are competing against each other. It's currently ongoing. Just um, makes me tired just looking at it. Yeah, it's really interesting, but maybe. Um, it's kind of brought back, along with Squid Game, perhaps, uh, the, uh, you know, want for physical game shows. Who knows? Have you seen hmm. they're actually doing a Squid Game real-life competition show on Netflix? Yes, yes. I've not heard good things from that. Yes, set. yeah. I know, uh, yeah, so basically, like, this basically there's like, a lot of controversy at the moment, so this basically might be fixed, or um, mm. uh, how like, there was bad rec- bad conditions and everything. Yeah. We don't know fully ourselves, this is just from news reports, people that we've read, yeah. but yeah. 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 So obviously, there's that too. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I was just like, "Cool, Gladiators." I'll I'll check that out. I actually rewatched a bunch of that last year just from nostalgia. So, um, yeah. And then finally, games. Um, there's a game coming out called Park Beyond, um, which I'm kind of getting uh, a little bit of Planet Coaster vibes. But they basically let you make physically impossible and fantasy rides. Um, I'm kind of, I don't think I've really mentioned it, but I'm a bit of a fan of theme park builders. Oh. Just a few ca- times. Yeah, yeah. I had this as one of my picks when it, the trailer was, came out um, on the game show. The, Summer Games Fest? The future, future Games yep. show. Yes. Something like that. Yeah, I've, I'm also quite looking forward to this. I'm a big fan of roller coaster tycoons and that sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, I'm up for another roller coaster game. Yeah, and. This one, I think, is doing something unique because I can't think of any real game where they've actually like blatantly broken the laws of physics and just went for crazy fun, basically. Mm. So, yeah, um, I hope it's good. I'm probably going to check it out because I really liked Planet Coaster. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Uh, finally, uh, in terms of honourables, The Wolf Among Us 2 is finally coming out. Um, the first one was uh, really fun, um, really compelling story. The tone was great, and then it kind of disappeared amongst the snowstorm of, of, you know, the millions of other games Telltale made. And then, well, who knows what happened with that, but it's finally coming out. Um, it should be really good. I've heard that they've kind of tailored it so that you don't have to know what happened in the first one, uh, which will be interesting. But I believe that Wolf Among Us was one of, if not the highest reviewing 
uh, Telltale game. So yeah, very interested in what happens with the sequel. It's finally coming out. It'd be great to see. Yeah, no, man. Like I, uh, do you know? What? Let's just. Uh, I, I, I was, I was going to start with TV, but we might as well just do games as well myself. So yeah, uh, Wolf Among Us uh, Two is uh, definitely on my list. It's sort of like my honorable mention section. I, you know, um, get that big bad wolf coming back, and I really want to know the twist at the end. Because in these times of like fairy tale approaches, there's always twists in it. I'm not going to spoil the twist, even though the game's quite old now. Definitely check it out, people, because there's a there's a really good ending to the Wolf Among Us. It is a bit dated now. But I still think it helps up quite well and it plays quite well. Also, I know they changed the engine for mm. The Wolf Among Us 2, so I believe it is Unreal Engine now they're working out of and not the previous engine that Telltale was working on. So that was, that was definitely on my list there. Uh, yeah, so games, honorable mentions myself. Uh, Final Fantasy. Uh, I can't mm. wait for, like, you know, uh, re- um, what, what, is it, what is it called? Final Fantasy Rebirth. They've gone in a very interesting direction. <laughs> With the whole uh, Final Fantasy VII reboot, and well, I guess anything I say further is massive spoilers for the, the Final Fantasy VII uh, reboot one. I mean, um, yeah, what? But... Yeah, because obviously they've changed the um, they've changed the what you call it the the narrative for two two yeah seven point two yeah yeah. I just like I just like because I obviously you know spoilers for for games for years old. There's a certain sequence midpoint in the first game I thought was the end of the game. Oh, it's a traumatic bit with Aerith. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was the end of the game because yeah. I never played seven. So the fact that they may be changing that this time around is very interesting to be honest. And um, yeah, the fact that like you know the first game was the first five hours of seven, mm. but then, you know it took me almost sixty hours to complete seven. So I wonder how the fuck this is going to go. But I will say, though, if they are splitting up into three, the third part needs to be come out much quicker. Like, they need to be almost, like, developing in synchronous, essentially. Oh, I would very much hope so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, aside from that, I'm really looking forward to also Redfall. It's the uh, arcane game. Uh, that It's the vampire one. Um, supposedly it's going to have, like, uh, maybe almost Far Cry elements to it, like, go around and, like, kill vampires. And uh-huh. it's on the Dishonored team and everything. So, yeah. really looking forward to it. And it is multiplayer. There is a multiplayer aspect as well. So, you can go around with your friends and hunt vampires. Uh, I like the idea of it. Um, it is coming to Xbox uh, Game Pass day one. So, it'll mm. be good to have. Uh, so, this is basically... I know Phil Spencer came out recently. Said like Xbox needs to start pumping out their games, like their first party titles, quicker. Because, oh, hundred percent, yeah. Because PlayStation is owning that entire section at the moment. Yeah. No, so uh, yeah. Outside of that, obviously, um, Dead Island Two. Uh, so yeah, I presume we may be talking about this in a bit, actually. Uh, no, we can talk about it now. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, do you want to run your stars? Oh, I was just gonna say. I remember when the first trailer for this came out. Uh, you know. What? How many years ago was that? Nine years ago now? Eight, nine years ago? Yeah, uh, and I really liked that trailer. It was cool. Uh, and then nothing for a long time. So, um, obviously with every game that's been in, well, presumably some kind of development trouble or development hell, um, we'll see what state it's in. But I'm mostly just, I'm just curious to see what it, you know, what they've finally made after all this time. I mean, I love the fact that, you know, bringing up a trainer, a trainer, I love the fact that Goat Simulator was the one that basically, like tricked people and like you know they, they basically took the aspect of um dead the original dead island 2 trailer and like everyone thought oh no this is the new dead version of dead island 2 and it turns <laughs> out <laughs> i've not Chaz, seen this yeah, just, yeah Chaz just basically going off and everyone literally thought like because they copied the dead island 2 trailer to almost a t just different art style and i was going oh what the fuck's going on here turns out it was goat simulator 3 
which I didn't realise was just Goat Simulator 2 because they were fucking with people. Yeah, I mean, Goat Simulator is like the original troll game. Exactly, and I love the fact that they did this, and I thought it was brilliant. I thought it would have been hilarious for Dead Island 2 to troll Goat Simulator to get that little parry going, but the one aspect of Dead Island 2 I'm confused about, which I'm hoping they explain, is it's set in LA. Yeah. How's Dead Island if it's set in LA? Does the, does the Santa Monica fault break and like it becomes its own part, so it's a Maybe. massive island? But yeah, anyway, we'll go on to that. Uh, so obviously, um, you know, we'll talk about this now as well, because I know Chad saw the list earlier and was like, yes. what the hell? So we're going to go on to the Expanse Telltale game, mm. uh, following a good old drummer. So uh, I'm really looking forward to this title. Um, and I, I, I believe this is a precursor to the actual series as well i was just about to ask that yeah so um yeah we do know quite a lot about drama but um probably more to explore there and after you know expanse ended with it was a good ending but i think that there's definitely more to explore in that universe i'm eager for more um it'd be good to see what telltale do definitely oh i know they are doing a comic book actually at the moment they're doing a comic book that's actually set after the show mm. so it's sort of like the official sequel oh that'd be good yeah i'll yeah. check that out yeah, so uh, going on from there, uh, so this is just my game on my mentions. People got a whole list here. Remnant Two. Don't know if you guys play, ever played Remnant from the Ashes. No. So it was a Souls-like game where basically the world is fucked. These the, this root takes hold in these multiple realms, and you go to multiple worlds, and they're like really unique, a desert, a swamp, stuff like that. It's like a it's it is a roguelike, uh, a Souls-like game to a degree, but it's with guns and uh, you know guns and everything. And I really love the first one. I've uh, been playing on my Steam Deck a lot. Uh, finally, almost finished it. But the end boss is ridiculous. Didn't even know that. I forgot they were making a sequel. So I'm really looking forward to seeing this come out, to be honest. So I'm uh, really, yeah, that's uh, that's on my list as well. Um, I, I think that's I think that's pretty much it, to be honest. I think like Assassin's Creed Mirage, I'm looking forward to playing a bit more. I'm sure you could say a lot more. I mean, I can see Nate's list. It's ridiculous. But yeah, some restraint, I guess, is, is needed. 2023 is going to be uh, an interesting year. Yes, especially if we get these games actually coming out this year, which will be really good to have, to be honest. But yeah, no, uh, so, you know, games, quick, we'll quickly, quickly roll over to TV uh, TV shows. Uh, so TV shows, um, uh, Abbott Elementary, uh, it's a... It's a second show that's going into its second season, so basically it's a show about um, a rundown school in like America, or like they don't have enough funds and everything. It's like seeing how, essentially, how real world is at the moment. You know, teachers struggling to help their students and mm. everything, and how that plays out. So I'm looking forward to see how that goes. The Bear season two, I'm really looking forward to. Oh, that was in my um, list. Fuck, I'll say it now. Uh, the Bear season two, so I'm looking forward to that. Obviously, uh, if you know this, people, it's basically a show about. A guy who is a sous chef in uh, Manhattan, but he takes over his brother's like uh, takeaway diner, mm. and he because uh, his his brother committed suicide, and um, it's just the the narrative of this like this group of people, and we were just talked before the podcast and how uh, episode seven is essentially a one shot twenty minute twenty one minute one shot episode, and it is absolutely ridiculous. You may recognize a lot of the actors from the show. The main actor he is from Shameless, the American Shameless TV yeah. show. Uh, and one of the main actresses as well, I don't know her name, oh yeah, it's at the bottom here, Ayo Adabiri has just been cast in uh, Marvel's Thunderbolts, oh, so it's okay. uh, interesting to see her like going over there. It's a very interesting show, I highly recommend checking out the first season on Disney+, Plus. really look forward to the second season. Uh, I The Good Omens Part 2, The Good Omens Season oh, 2, yes. yeah, okay. so that's uh, coming out this uh, year, so obviously, you know, bigger... 
big fan of the first season and I'm really looking forward to seeing how that plays out. Yeah, that was really good. Um, I was, oh, Good Omens, I, I bounced off it a little bit, I have to admit. I think it was the British accents on the kids. There's something about bad British accents that just like is like nails on a chalkboard to me. But oh, I'll have to give it another go because I keep hearing a lot of good things about it. Yep, uh, the After Party Season 2. Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Apple TV. We're actually getting to this in the uh, streaming episode. But the After Party is basically... Uh, someone is killed in the first episode, uh, which is Dave Franco. It's non-spoiler. It happens in like the first 10 minutes. And then each episode is from the perspective of a different person. But each episode is a different genre. So it could have an action com- action episode, a musical episode, and there's an animated episode. Like, it, it's really, really fun, to be honest. Um, I wonder if they'll keep doing different genres in the second season. Uh, so that's actually doing. where I'm going. The second season comes out this summer. And this is just giving... We're watching the trailer now, people. This is just giving you context for the first season. But it follows a few of the characters from the first season. They've gone to a wedding. Murder happens at a wedding. And then the same uh, same things ensue. Uh, very quickly mentioning... Um, like uh, TV, like other TV shows, X-Men 97. The fact that that's coming back from the 90s and seeing how that plays out. Uh, what If Season 2. Really looking forward to seeing how... That, and I know they're going to be bringing the episode that was supposed to be in Season 1 in season two so if you've seen season one there's a tony stark and gamora in it and you're like how are they there turns out that that because of covid it was there was time restrictions right so they've pushed that season two Mm. foundation uh season two so i was a big fan of that show it's basically an isaac asimov adaptation of uh basically the future like twelve thousand years in the future a guy predicts the end of an empire the actual first season takes place over hundreds of years uh, mm. But it's the same actors in it. So Lee Petro Pace plays the Emperor. There's three Emperors, a boy, a man, and, a, and an old man. They're called Dawn, Day, and Dusk. Mm. So basically, it, the actors just basically play older versions of themselves as it goes through. Jared Harris predict, is the person who predicts the going forward. It's a br- brilliant... Amazon is absolutely killing it at the moment. We'll get into the um, tuning episode, but I think... Not many people talk about the show, which is frustrating because it is that good, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, so again, there's so many sh- there's so many shows to talk about, Loki, Iron High, and everything. But those there are mentions for my TV. I'm really trying to run on it very quickly because <laughs> there's so much to go through. Uh, Puss in Boots, the last wish, I, I definitely look forward to seeing. Um, uh, Megan or Megan, uh, that like horror comedy movie with the the killer doll. I'm interesting in seeing to be honest because you know i love the fact that it became almost a meme essentially with the whole dancing like when she's um when she's killing people because it's just like what what the fuck is going on here very interesting to see that to be honest um the whale with brendan fraser fraser now we were talking about this before and how we've been we've been saying fraser wrong the entire time uh creed free Michael B. Jordan uh, is directing it this time around and also he's saying he's, he is heavily inspired by anime for uh, this uh, for this uh, movie coming up um scream six we spoke about that briefly last week dungeons and dragons the movie it should be interesting indiana jones um mission impossible ghostbusters afterlife 2 uh looking forward to and um <clears throat> i i wasn't really a fan of his previous movie like uh the, the army of the dead like films like on netflix because i never watched them but Zack snyder is releasing a sci-fi epic Basically, supposedly he went to uh, Lucas. He went to you know Disney with a, almost a Star Wars pitch, and they was like, "No, we can't do that." So he went to Netflix, and they're making his own like Seven Samurai style, or um, uh, uh, yeah, basically a group of people coming together and um, defending this settlement. It's like a sci-fi epic type of thing. So yeah, 
feel like you're not going to be able to leave your house, basically, Nate, from all this stuff that's coming out in 2023. I mean, it's, it's absolutely fucking ridiculous, man. Like, all that stuff I just read off. And, like, I, I, but I think, we, I think we're going to leave the honor more interesting. I, I said that the list, the, the list be on. long. The, yeah. That's, yeah, I just scrolled it. I just realized how many fucking films is coming out this year. It's, it's absolutely fucking ridiculous, to be honest. We won't talk about Craven the Hunter because I just, I just can't be fucking arsed with Sony movies at the moment, to a point. Is that a uh, Marvel character? It's a Marvel villain hmm. that's now a Marvel anti-hero. Basically, Sony are taking all their villains and turning them into anti-heroes. Morbius, Venom. See, Craven the Hunter is literally... I don't know if you know Craven. Well, I now know it because... Well, I now know him because of Marvel Snap. He is basically the ultimate game hunter. Yeah. But in the film, supposedly he's a vegan. He protects the wildlife. Uh... Yeah, that's the thing. You don't <laughs> even know that much. And you're like, what? Okay. And uh, do you know Aaron Taylor-Johnson? Uh, Kick-Ass. Oh, yeah. He's playing... Oh, and he's Quicksilver in Age of Ultron. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's playing Craven, the hunter. And it's like, who's he hunting? Like, people? What well, you'd hope. But yeah, no. Um, so many things to say there with Sony at the moment. We'll, we'll actually be getting into a Sony property a bit later on, which I'm really looking forward to. I think we've all, we're, oh, we're, we're both agreed on this. I suspect we know which one that is. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah definitely. See. But I think we're going to send it back to Fergus now for his... Uh, one of his main picks again. So, another anime that is coming out um, this year is Revenger. Uh, so, this is uh, a samurai uh, revenge tale. Um, a guy gets kicked out of his clan uh, and joins a group of rebels who basically go around uh, that era of Japan um finding things to commit revenge against um i don't know a huge amount about it it's taken me quite a while to even find a trailer but the person who wrote it the original story uh a guy called jen urabushi um is very interesting um so he's um the main story guy behind quite a few visual novels I've played, including uh, Sayano Uta, uh, Song of Syra, uh, which is one messed up official novel. Um, well, I mean, you've, you've, you've got, go and listen to last week's episode, people. Yeah. Fergus is into some very interesting visual novels, to say the least. Yeah, so he's very much, or has least been in the past in that kind of space. So um, Sayano Uta is guy gets traumatized after surviving a car crash and everyone turns into giant blob uh, gore monsters but he's the only person who sees the world like this and just leads up to leads to so do they actually turn or is it that's in what his just mind seeing? but that from the point of the viewer everyone it basically just the world turns into gore like um that game that came out this year the um, scorn, scorn. Oh, scorn! Oh, yes, oh, yeah. It's pretty much like I that. could not. I, 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 I was very yeah. hungover. Oh and no! I some takeaway trying to play that game. Oh. I've not gone back to it since. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty similar. So this, so, so this new show. So he's been given license to uh, quite a top tier anime, Revenger. Uh, it's probably going to be very gory. It's probably going to have some very interesting themes going by um, past experience with the guy who wrote this. So I am very much looking forward to watching this. Um, I like I the premise. This... I like the idea of... And the visuals, the visuals look good, good as well. Yeah. yeah. I like the idea of following someone who's like basically having some kind of psychosis 
basically it sounds like and then you see it from their perspective yeah well, i guess we'll see that's that's the premise at least it probably is more to it than that yeah yeah um so it's, it's probably similar themes in this but a lot more slashy slashy murder murder with samurai swords i do i do like i do i do like this sort of animation like thinking about it we don't get a huge amount of like samurai centric animations there's really. not a huge amount and the ones that do come out tend to be very well animated i just realized that there's like that even, surprises me actually even yeah. to my animation level like yeah even you know the the anime expert that fergus is is even going yeah i was gonna say i expected fergus rare. to rattle off like tens of 20 to probably name about five maybe oh damn um, I sus- again, I suspect there are reasons for that. The samurai are not don't have the best reputation in Japan. I, yeah, I guess after um, the well, ironically, the last samurai movie, which a lot of people don't like, or there's do, lots it's, it's of very... reasons. They they responsible for dividing Japan, murdering lots of people in lots of villages. Then they lost a very significant war against the Russians, and then there's the whole World War Two history, which is pretty messy. But Ghost of Tsushima. I don't think it would have had the same reception in Japan. That's that's the why every like every character who's a samurai is a ronin because they're not part of the main shit system. I never like, thought they literally about that. cannot even like it's yeah. I never and irony that like Star Wars is like based on the seven samurai to a degree as well. Like yeah, yeah. I it's rare that it comes up because yeah. obviously you know the, the last samurai movie which i actually quite enjoyed was the tom cruise movie i actually quite enjoyed it to be honest mm. but obviously the, you know spoiler the white man survives at the end um yeah no i, I yeah, ronin that's very interesting i've never thought about that but yeah like yeah so i'm hoping this is going to be another classic uh ronin uh anime that is super well animated with interesting probably quite a lot of psychosis <laughs> yeah probably knows how it goes to be honest yeah cool all right well um i think we're gonna go in a bit of a random order but uh nate already mentioned this i'm gonna go with my films to start with uh dungeons and dragons uh honor among thieves so um this is actually one of the first things that came up when we were talking about this topic in my head because uh, i believe it was originally supposed to come out in 2022 is that right uh, I don't know. I oh, believe I it know. was supposed to just come out this year, but oh, I think okay. it may have been pushed back a little bit. In any case, um, I've been seeing trailers for it for a while. Um, I'm actually surprised it took them this long to do a big, high-budget D&D movie. I know there's been some small attempts in the past. Um, but what I like about this is, well, I do like D&D, but I feel like this, the trailer that everyone's probably seen by now, just kind of captures um, both like the fantasy epic of D&D, but also... Um, basically messing around and having fun with a group of friends which is kind of what D&D is about like it can be quite serious but in my experience we've just had you know a good time we've had a laugh we've gone through this campaign and the the characters and the party they're put together where they're kind of quipping and stuff sometimes that feels out of place in other fantasy or sci-fi stuff but for D&D I think that really works because the idea is you know it's a party of friends um so yeah uh it looks really good i'm definitely gonna see this in the cinema i'm looking forward to this one a lot yeah no i i do you know i'm gonna have to uh talk about that as well because i think that's on yeah that was on my own adventures list but yeah i definitely agree in like how did you guys ever see the original dungeons and dragons movie back in the day no. uh no With jeremy I- J- jeremy irons it is a um it's 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 a it's a side to say the least to be honest it's a very <laughs> it's not good 
yeah. to, to let's just let's just put it that way. It's um, yeah, it, it really for two thousand it did not hold up well. It is very oh god, it's only two thousand. Yeah, yeah, that was surprised me too actually. Yeah, it's um, huh. yeah, it was a very interesting movie to say the least, and it was it was too action heavy. There was there was there was oh, Marlon Wayans is in it as well. Um, before he became like a scary movie era, it was around the same time as that. But yeah, now going off of the um, you know, the new 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 version, I love the fact that they're even doing a um, like like a board game section battle. So like they have to go down corridors and like oh, everything. Great. And yeah, you see in the trailer, like you know, they have like the tre- the chest that's alive and everything. Yeah, the mimic and the gelatinous cube, and also there's an owl beast. You know, a druid that turns into an owl beast. If and, you're gonna have a druid, I'm gonna be happy. And I think Chris Pine as a bard is kind of perfect because he's in that phase of his career where. He, he he made a great he made an amazing Kirk in my opinion and I love the fact that he had this like he has this charmy smart smirky tone to him and like it's kind of perfect for a bard to be honest and mm. the casting just across the board is brilliant like Michelle oh we're gonna we're gonna get an action female actress um for the role of Michelle Rodriguez just give her the, give us give her the uh, barbarian role yep. short sure, fuck it yeah of course yeah. Uh, and um yeah just some human actresses i'm loving i love the fact that hugh grant is in this movie as the rogue as well and like um i'm hoping the soundtrack plays out quite well because i think this could be like how guardians of the galaxy it sort of introduced the the more outlandish side of marvel and it was the soundtrack was very dependent or very in sync with the movie itself it worked very well with the trailers they've been using, I feel that the soundtrack has worked quite well with the trailers to give that atmosphere. I'm kind of hoping they have a similar premise going into the show because it would be good if maybe Chris Pine has a couple of songs he sings. Like, Yeah, I was going to mention that. There's uh, about a half a second clip of him <laughs> playing his lute oh, and doing like dancing, a little, yeah, a little <laughs> jaunt. And I just, I, I hope that he does a lot of that in the movie because that just looks so funny. I mean, I love... Oh, uh, even if you set your phone on vibrate, people it could be quite loud still. Uh, so yeah, no, I think this is I think this uh, is going to be really brilliant. To be honest, um, it comes out in March, yeah, so not long, quite soon. Yeah, and uh, yeah, really looking forward to seeing how it plays out. And the writer and director of this is the person who wrote Spider Man Homecoming. Okay, and uh, he he's also contributed to the new Flash movie. Uh, did you guys ever watch Bones the TV show? No. I did. No, no. So basically, um, he was ever heard of the show Freaks and Geeks? Heard of it, yep. Yeah, so uh, he's actually one of the main actors from Freaks and Geeks, ironically. Mm. And he loved playing playing D&D growing up. Oh, and that's, yeah, he, that's um, also a good sign. Yeah, yeah. so it's uh, mm. this actor here, John Francis Daly. So it's this actor, like I, I say this actor here, you can't see it, people. But yeah, it's um, yeah, he's directing. Um, also, he wrote Game Night. I don't know if you've seen that film. It's, a, it's about no. a brilliant film. Mm. Uh, it's about this group of people get together for a game night, but then... Quite hilarious bad consequences. I can also see and... he's in a film called Dude Bro Party Massacre Free. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clearly good enough to get two sequels. I mean, yeah, he's in Horrible Bosses as well. Like he, you know, he's um, again, you know, he's a great actor. He's a great director as well, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing how it plays out. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, yeah, uh, it'll be an interesting film. Um, it'll be interesting to see if people actually go and see it. Well, I, I think I think people will because <laughs> that's ta- one the star talent alone of Chris Pine and Michelle Rodriguez and like Hugh Grant and everything and also we're forgetting an actor like obviously you know he was in Bridgerton recently so you know uh, okay uh, what's his name Jean Page oh, what's it I I don't really need to watch the show but, uh, so Reggie Jean Page 
He was he was one he was the main actor in Bridgerton, mm. and he's a lead contender for Bond. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think he'll be a you know I think that will draw crowds as well, and also with how everyone's been dealing with a lot of like how could I put this darker times and like you know we've had a lot mm. of drama movies. Dungeons and Dragons yeah. is just gonna be a fun film. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of Dungeons and Dragons throughout the past two or three years um that's a good point actually a lot of people have during lockdown a lot of people started up campaigns so yeah. in a way this is actually really well timed i hope it does well because i can see a lot of potential for um a bit of a franchise happening from this i mean critical role they've mm. got vox machina and also they've just announced um in the past week that mighty nine their second campaign mm. um amazon have entered into a deal with the critical role team for a first look thing, any also all that basically all their campaigns are going to be animated now. Supposedly, wow. Mighty Nights confirmed they'll probably do the third one, and also not just uh, TV, there'll be film options and everything else. So yeah. to see that group of people go from kickstarting their Vox Machina to Amazon, if you told me standard universe, yeah. if you told me ten years ago that Amazon were going to be producing a show based on the D and D campaign, I would not believe you. I mean, you've seen the boys. <laughs> if you said we've seen the boys ten years ago, like you know, oh Amazon. yeah, but yes. Yeah, going to be good. I'm going to see that one for sure. Two hours and forty minutes long, supposedly. So it's it's a bit. It's to be fair, it's about the same length as um, Doctor Strange: and The Multiverse of Madness. So about the same length as most be, films these days. Seemingly much funnier, to be honest, no doubt. Also, there was a very fat dragon in the trailer, which I think is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> to be honest, no slender dragon here. So yeah, that's uh, that's that's your first pick, man. So um, let's just keep it in the movie realm now, myself. So I'm going to talk about a, mo- a little little movie. Uh, take a little puff of um. What, that white sweet white powder and uh we're gonna talk about a little movie called oh, i wonder this come up film. cocaine bear oh it God. comes out in two weeks time and okay. i cannot fucking wait for this movie the fact is it is based on a true story to a degree of course mm. the bear died like in five minutes in real life but like a rampant bear high on cocaine in our movie fucking people Not up just a rampant bear anyway is a dangerous thing to be de- dealing with but a- but add cocaine and it's suddenly hilarious. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, and I love the fact that uh, it's been directed by Elizabeth Banks, who she she directed the Pitch Perfect movies as well. Uh, if I, if, yeah, uh, I'll just search her now just so you can see. Uh, basically, um, Elizabeth Banks is, she's from The Hunger Games as well. She's been in that. You'll recognize her face if you see it. Oh, yeah. Mm. She was in Scrubs. Yes. Yes, she was, uh, the, she, uh, she was JD's, JD's uh, baby love mama. interest. Yep. Yes. His baby mama. Yeah, no, I just love the fact that this, uh, it just goes, it looks fucking hilarious, to be honest. <laughs> who, so this is based on a very, very vaguely based on a true story. Okay. I was going to say, who came up with this? For real. Like, and how did they get Universal to agree to it as well? <laughs> the thing is, though, it looks just, it just looks so funny. Exactly. And I think that's just what we all need. I, I love the fact at the moment we've got Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. We've got, like, Cocaine Bear. We've got Dungeons and Dragons. You know, we've got all these really fun movies coming out mm. and we'll talk about it in a little bit um on my list as well but the fact that this movie is going to be like violent as fuck i, I also love yeah. the fact in the trailer like the cocaine smells like the powder coming off someone so that's why it goes to kills him it's just it, it's very fucking mm. also this is one of ray Liotta's last movies as well because he passed away recently so the fact that his post humorous movies are cocaine bear is uh i mean also you know the, the, the bear is snorting cocaine off someone's broken leg it's just like 
this is fucking stupid, but yeah. it's so funny. And then, yeah, it comes out February 24th, so... The one thing I will say about this one, um, obviously the trailer is great and the concept is hilarious, but can it carry a whole movie? We'll see. Um, how long is it? Do we know? Uh, so the movie itself, I will, we're going to go to the old IMDb people. It's a good thing about having the old laptop in front of us so we can actually see what's going on here. Also, me talking to just cover myself here. So basically... It is... Oh, got to go for all these clicky-clicky people. So the movie is an hour and 35 minutes. That is... The okay. S- yeah. Yeah. That makes yeah. it... That makes me a lot less worried about it because, as I was just saying, a lot of movies seem to be over two hours these days. But, hey, if it works at an hour and, what, 20-something? Hour, um, f- hour and 35 minutes. Hour and 35. So, with cred- so that's with credits, I think, as well. So it might be less than that. So that's, that's yeah. going to be... Oh, pump it mm. in my veins. Should be a laugh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think we may do a review on that. People we may do a few movies and maybe do like a double review take on that and everything. Mm. So that's a uh, that's my next pick. Back to Vegas. Okay, uh, my third and final anime for 2023 is a show called Zom 100: Bucket List of the Dead. So, so right, people. Basically, we're, we're actually like searching these up at the moment so we can actually see. You. So, do you want to repeat that for us again? That is Zom 100: Bucket List of the Dead. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so fucking glad YouTube does the autofill for me because I will do it. <laughs> it's not the longest title of this coming year, but um, so this is zombies. Uh, zombie apocalypse but this is a guy who works for a pretty abusive uh, Japanese company who works him to to almost death but the zombie apocalypse happens and he doesn't need to go to work anymore so he realises he's really not done anything with his life and has spent 20 hours a day working for this terrible company so is kind of got the perspective of he's been freed from his life of corporate servitude by the zombie apocalypse and it's going to take the opportunity to complete his bucket list zombies be damned um this actually sounds really interesting yeah so this is kind of like a guy living how he wants to i've i've read the um i've read some of the manga of this um as far as I've got in the manga, he's sort of getting himself set up, coming to the realisation that he doesn't need to go to work anymore. Just how silly the zombies are. Um, and the fact he can, you know, get a motorbike, drive around, go to the shop, eat anything he wants. Um, just take a day off. Just that alone, that realisation alone is, is just, you know. A day more like forever. You never have to work again. Yes. Well, not in a traditional sense. Uh, I'm sure I I don't know how it's gonna go. Um, yeah, that's the only thing. Like, it's a really cool premise, but I wonder. Um, does it have any legs? Yes, exactly. <laughs> have to get bitten off. It might just be one season, <laughs> twelve episodes. But nice one, you know. Thank you, thank you very much, thank you. No, I might, I might, I might, I might give a, I might get a bite out of this. Yeah, I mean, had right. to. <laughs> too many. Too many. <laughs> there was an interesting concept. So if you go, to, uh, so it's the first trailer on YouTube, people, but. There's an interesting visual I'd like to point out here. So basically in the trailer itself, you see a very, like, like almost colour-sucked-out world. Like, the world is sucked out of colour. Yeah. So the his, zombies his, are vibrant and the corporate world is just absolutely drained. Uh, yeah, if because yeah, as you look, as he's being chased by the zombies like, in yeah. the trailer, the, the zombies are the colour aspect There's of that. literally yeah. splashes of colour on them, yeah. yeah. And I love the fact that it's, bringing, it's essentially bringing life back into his world. But yeah. death is bringing life into his world. Know, it's another... Quite interesting concept, yeah. So yeah, because when I first saw this trailer, and I was like, oh, okay, so 
Fergus has got another one now, and uh, how how the fuck is this gonna play out? But then then I got to point in the trailer, and I was like, oh, how's this gonna go? And I was like, yep, that that yep, that pretty much sums up how that can go. Oh yeah, I yeah. won't even. Yeah, the the yeah that 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 is a terrible arc. <laughs> oh, yeah, basically, uh, so we're we're looking at an image of a very uh, curvaceous woman, to say the least. And, yeah, she's uh, kind of like the office. Sexism is absolutely rife in um, Japanese workplaces. Um, she's kind of like I guess I don't know how to best describe it, but the um, the office. The all right, I'll spoil it. It's she's the kind of. Um, only got a job because she's kind of sleeping with the boss. So nepotism to a degree, favoritism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's also the crush of quite a lot of people in the office. But it's kind of a power. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, when when so coming July. So, so this, is, this will be summer season. Um, so there's still quite a way to wait, but the manga is out there, um, and quite interesting. No, I I think this looks really really fun to be honest. I think uh. I think you found one of the first anime I'm going to be uh, putting on my list for the summertime. Oh, cool. I think I'm interested too. It'll be interesting to see if it... There, well, there must be other characters, hopefully, um, rather than just him, but yeah. Yeah, he does encounter some people. Okay, yeah. But I think the first half is going to be him wandering around, coping with zombies mm. and the office situation. But I'd, I'd like, I hope that once he figures out what's going on, rather than everyone else you know, being fearful and, and worried and scared for their lives, he's just like overjoyed. It's like, I don't have to go to work. Yeah. Awesome, just among yeah, it's, all this it's chaos and apocalypse. I mean, um, obviously, you know, The Last of Us comes comes to mind a little bit for me because obviously, the uh, the most recent episode, well, episode three of that show, deals with a survivalist to a degree, mm. and the the show does initially start off with him basically like uh, he was built for this world. Mm. And he 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 didn't like the previous world. You could tell from that. That's why oh, spoilers yeah. of the episode. I'm not going to yeah. get into detail because I really recommend watching it. But it sounds like this aspect of like to a similar degree, he his world as you said, his world was just work and nothing. Yeah. And now his world is he can do things and like yeah. that's a very yeah. I love that concept so much. Yeah, yeah cool idea for yeah. sure. Yeah. And it's a good title, Zom 100. Yep. Well, yes. bucket list of the dead is actually like, he said it, and we were like, what? But. It's, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Now, if you said this to people, like if you if you if you gave a trilogy of people, or if you gave two like a duology trilogy, said, oh yeah, you shot Shaun of the Dead and Bucket List of the Dead, <laughs> those two could actually be linked to a degree. Like, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Because mm, think about like you know uh, Simon Pegg's character in Shaun of the Dead. Mm. He's just going through life monotonous. Yeah. And he gets complained by his girlfriend. He's not doing anything with his life. Mm. And then the zombie apocalypse happens, and then. Mm, that's an interesting become, like becomes a hero sort of thing yeah. yeah yeah but i guess that's a concept to a degree for a lot of like these zombie premise things like someone finds their purpose in the apocalypse something else i there are definitely people who would be yeah who are like that yeah yeah no well yeah i mean survivalists definitely got the last lap and the last yeah. that's for sure uh <laughs> but yeah Cool, alright, well let's do another movie then since May and I are talking about movies at least and I think he'll have probably some stuff to say about this one uh, John Wick, Chapter 4 Oh yeah I, yep. will be jo- I will be joining in this one, yes, that's correct Yes, so uh, really enjoyed the last three John Wick movies especially the first two um, at this point I'm just kind of invested uh, I want to see where it goes obviously mm. he's he's out of the you know, oh, spoilers he's out of the uh, you know Assassin's Organization everyone's out to get him, he doesn't have a lot of allies left um so i yeah uh, to be honest there's not too much um 
in-depth commentary I have about this. It's just they're really good movies. Yeah, the me. action's amazing. Um, Keanu Reeves always is fun to watch. Um, are they bringing back? Uh, well, they've got back uh, Morpheus, of course. But is Halle Berry returning as well in this one? So I, I think don't know so. if Halle Berry is confirmed for this movie. I know um, Lawrence Fishburne. Mm-hmm. Um, Ian McShane. I can't um, remember his name. I just said Morpheus. <laughs> um, it's uh, Lawrence Fish. Yeah, Lawrence Fish. Yes, uh, Lance yeah, Reddick. Yeah. but they're back as well. Yeah. Uh, I love the fact that Donnie Yen is in this movie. Mm. So I love that as well. And also Bill Skarsgård. Obviously Pennywise himself. He's like the, he, he looks to be the leader of this entire organization. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm definitely with you on this, man. Uh, John Wick 3 was a whole other fucking trippy level. Like it, it was so fun. And the fact that I believe they said there's two more films. There's John Wick yes. 4 and 5, and they're filming them pretty much near each other because I don't think Keanu Reeves can do this so much longer. Because like, mm. they've said the fourth movie is the most action he's ever done in a film. And that's saying so compared to The Matrix. Mm. And the other John Wick movies as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I mean, the only concern I have, um, <coughs> 3 was still a great movie, but perhaps the momentum was slightly slowing down. I hope that they can keep it up and round it off uh, well in five movies um if they're going to do that because going into it i thought it was going to be a trilogy i have to say like i wonder if they could keep the momentum going like i hope they can round it off in only five movies (laughs) that's what i'm saying no no that's what i'm saying like is five movies the right amount we'll see by the time they're done uh Mm. maybe it's i'm concerned that they'll drag it out basically but hopefully they can keep the quality up they can keep the momentum um and the story will um wrap up nicely because when you think about it uh, a world that's basically full of assassins is a pretty insane concept, really. So, um, if it, yeah, nature's googling what franchise has five movies. No, I'm actually. So I know you have like trilogy, quadrilogy. What do you call a five trilogy? Quintology. Quintology. Okay. Do you know why I know that? Because originally the Oddworld series was going to be a quintology. Hmm. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm looking forward to it. I'm definitely going to see it again uh, in a cinema because it's a big, um, colourful, fast action movie. It's the sort of thing you want to go to a cinema for. Yeah. And they are doing a spin-off of Honor uh, de Almas uh, called Ballerina. So it's obviously, you know, in the in the third movie where he goes, he goes to the ba- his old... Yes. They're, yeah. they're the ballet artists yeah. there as well. So Anna de Armas, who was in uh, Knives Out and Blonde recently and in yeah. Blade Runner 2049, she's going to be the lead character in the ballerina movie coming out. And then there's also a Continental TV show coming out, which is about Ian McShane's character, the leader of the Continental, in in the 70s. See, I like the idea of that okay. because can you imagine a bit more, well, a bit more day-to-day running of basically a hotel that shelters assassins also interesting new york was the purge in the 70s for a lot of like you know a lot of corruption in the 70s and in everything. real life yes <laughs> it really was <laughs> be interesting to see if uh, that covers like maybe the origins of the continental how it gets set up i mean yeah and, like, i definitely agree there and like I, you know serpico you have you heard of serpico so it was basically like a police mm. informant back in the day who, who he was shot in the face and everything and there was a pacino movie about it i thought it was a fictitious character I never knew in real life there was an actual person in real life called, like, I come down as the person, his name was Serpico. He was actually shot in the face in real life. And he, he was the first person to ever go against, um, reveal New York corruption. 
Oh, and the police, the police well, force. I think there's a Netflix documentary about it, maybe. I believe, I believe yeah. that might be. But yeah, Pacino won an, an Oscar yeah. for it as well, I believe. But yeah. I never do this. And like hearing about the Continental in the seventies, like that aspect of it. And yeah, no. Um, but no, going back to John Wick though. Yeah, I'm like you know the. I love the fact that they're doing car foo in this one supposedly. <laughs> like you know we had dog foo in the last one. Yeah. And then we we've had we've had gun foo, which is the entire trilogy. Well, the movie's up to this day. But now we're in car foo. I'm well up for this, and again, I'm looking forward to how Donnie Yen plays into this. I'm hoping maybe he's not just a one and done, and he'll be in the fifth one as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm just uh. Yeah. Really looking forward. To this, definitely on my list. So rounding out to my next one, uh, I'm going to talk about a little film called Renfield. So this, <laughs> I love the fact that it's just Nicholas Holt from uh, the Menu. Uh, he plays um, Renfield, the assistant to Dracula, and Dracula is played by Nicholas Cage. And basically, okay. this is a sort of like comedy movie, and like how he's trying to—he's trying—he's trying to get out of this broken relationship. Essentially, he's—he's in, he's in a complex uh, domestic bad relationship, and he's trying to get out of it. But I also love the fact that in this movie, Renfield sort of has like powers to degree, like he can eat a bug and get like super agility abilities and everything. Which is going to end it up. He can eat a bug. Well, amazing powers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I mean, like uh, the thing that makes me giggle is like um, Nicholas Holt actually played Beast back in the X-Men first class yep, movie. That's where I know him from. So uh, I, I love the trailer. And this is why it's like, bring, like Nick's Cash, bring me a, a bus of cheerleaders and some fresh virgins and like, or some nuns and everything. It's like, true Nicolas Cage fashion but how he moves in this movie reminds me of Beast from the first class movies mm. we're watching the trailer at the moment but it looks just like a really fun comedy uh, action comedy I love the fact that he's going to in like a domestic uh, you know um, relationship uh, anonymous meeting to like get out of this relationship and yeah, I just I don't know what it is. It just looks it just looks fun. It it, it has a stupid premise. Nicholas also Nicholas Cage playing Dracula is just hilarious to me, especially since he was in a movie back in the day where he was where he played a person thinking he was a vampire. Mm. A vampire's Kiss, I believe the name was mm. back in the eighties. But yeah, no, I'm uh, really looking forward to seeing this movie. To be honest, that's um that's the movie next on my list. So yeah, I mean, uh, gonna run out here for my one, and then uh, we'll go back to Fergus. So, if we're doing movies, I think we should talk about the Super Mario Bros. movie. Ah, that's on my list as well, dude. Yeah, yeah. I thought this might come up. Yeah, yeah. I'm quite looking forward to this. I'm quite interested to see how they're doing it. Because it's absolutely chocker with uh, video game references. Because, of course, I mean, it, like the, the, the clip we're watching at the moment with... Um, uh, Mario getting slapped around by DK on the platform is um, Super Smash Bros. So it's it is absolutely everything. Also, Chris Pratt as Mario. I've still not really got my head around it. I kind of want to see. Yeah, weird where choice. That goes. Everyone else is perfect. Yeah, every single other person is perfect for that role. Yeah. Honestly, it kind of feels like a little bit of a name drop to get. Perhaps people are on the fence. Well, it's the fact that when he, you know, he came out with the interviews and he was like, oh yeah, I'm doing some completely different you know, with the Mario voice. And it's like, you are putting on a bit of an, a bit of an Italian accent. And yeah, yeah. I mean, he's no Bob Hoskins, but no. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah, I, I, again, sorry. No, it's, it's just, there's a lot of interesting things. I'm a big Mario fan. Um, it's Illumination Studios. So, 
I can only imagine good things unless it is just incredibly cringeworthy because we know the source material. No, if Ninten- Ninten- <laughs> Nintendo signed off on this, this is not yeah, going to be cringe. No, That's the thing. Well, this is going to make... I think this is going to rival some of the highest Marvel movies. Like, it's Mario. It's... it's yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, Sonic made a fuck ton of money as yeah. well. Yeah. And that's Sonic. Yeah. And Sonic's... Sonic's big. Mario is as big. Um, they've all been investing in... Like, the, I don't know if you've seen the um, Super Mario World theme park. Yes, areas. I have seen yes. I'd love to go. Well, yeah. of course, yeah. Chaz is like, yeah, you're damn right, I've heard. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. I they've only opened during COVID times, so I don't think that many people have actually been to them. Yeah. Well, didn't they open a second location there? It's like, uh, basically, how... Um, so I one believe they are opening one, yeah, Japan. at perhaps the Orlando site. I might be wrong. Are they opening but... one in France as well, if I'm correct? No, not okay. France, no. Just, just FYI, well, people, uh, Chaz is a massive uh, park, uh, fan uh, yeah I'm casual um <laughs> but yeah i i want to say um about this movie that well as a not really that big into mario person um this looks pretty good the trailer is promising uh, i think one of the things that they did better than the sonic movies um is that they've actually set it fully in a cg world um that looks like a Mario world rather than having it on Earth with uh, a bunch of humans. Not sure. So I think that's, you know, that's a better call. Um, It's just, you know, it lends itself more to a fully CG world, I think. Um, I don't know if I will see it because I'm not super into Mario games, but I'm tempted. And, you know, I think that that's pretty good considering um, they are appealing to non-fans of the franchise as well. No, I, I definitely agree. Like, Mar- I think Mario works really well. I think I think Sonic actually worked in the sense of like the live action. It, it worked. It worked. The mix actually worked quite well, in my opinion. Admittedly, Sonic has more of a history of doing that with having human characters and having Sonic in the human world. So it's not unheard of. But um, I always preferred the Sonic where he's in his own world. So also, Jim, we we, we got Jim Carrey as Doctor Robotnik. So very true. Mm. I mean, to be fair though, Jack Black as Donkey, uh, sorry, as uh, Bowser is. Like he sounds like he's having an amazing time, and mm. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Though, though, you know, great castings to me, and I love the fact that like a lot of people noted this in the trailer. Luigi is the damsel in distress, and Princess Peach is the one going to rescue people. So it's sort of like turn it on its head a bit. I like that. Essentially. Yeah, yeah. I was Lu- Luigi's kind of famously a coward um, in the franchise. Well, I say franchise because um, of the. Um, uh, what is the um, uh, Luigi's Haunted Mansion? Yes. Games. So there's, there's, there's all of the. Um... Which it looks like in the trailer he is actually going to do that at some point. Yeah, like... I, it does look again from the trailer that every game is going to get at least mentioned, if not be. That's my one concern. Every that. game. That's a lot of games. Because yeah, because yeah, you know Mario Kart and everything, and that's my one concern. Like, I do love in the first trailer they released for this the penguins having like really deep voices and like, mm. you know, just. <laughs> Just trying to fight off uh, Bowser, and he's just like, okay, I'm just going to nuke your entire city <laughs> in one go. And it just looks fun. Again, I think we've agreed. Chris Pratt, I think, you know, if you take, because Chris Pratt's playing Garfield as well. Mm. They're doing another Garfield movie with Chris Pratt. And it's like, do we do we have any? Shrug. Like, we're going we're gonna to do a conversation on DC as well in another episode, but... I know Where they talk... cast Chris Pratt? Well, James Gunn has already said he will probably bring some of his Guardians family over to DC. Yeah. So yeah. James, you know, a lot of people 
we'll talk that in the DC film. There are some talks of where Chris Pratt could go in there. But no, yeah, Sonic, um, you know, uh, Super Mario seems really fun, to be honest. And also, that comes out in um, uh, April 7th. So literally, we are we're yeah. getting chock-a-block full of movies in this first yeah. half of the year. It's going to be brilliant. Going to be in the theatre every weekend, more or less. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Um, speaking of theatre, um, this is my last pick for films, but it's going to be a big one. Uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Um, so... Yeah, I loved the first one. Um, it took me a while to see it, and I did not see that. I did not see it in uh, the theatre, which I was kicking myself for. Um, I think at the time I was just a bit too um, swamped by uh, Marvel movies or just superhero movies in general. Um, but the first one just absolutely blew me away, as I'm sure it did many people. Um, Sony Pictures um, animation—they just do some really amazing films so i am just so psyched to see what they do with the second one um definitely ready for more uh i will say the trailer it's it's um there's a lot of spider-men in it i don't know how they're going to make it work i i'm a bit actually a bit apprehensive based on the trailer but based on you know the strength of the first movie i'm definitely um you know fully hyped for this one so i'm sure nate has some stuff to say as well Yes, so uh, I was actually getting off that point. So how, like, I love the fact that they've planned this as a trilogy. So the next one's called Beyond the Spider-Verse. It's essentially like, and I'm like, it's Beyond the Spider-Verse? So this is into a cross and then beyond. So we got, I'm wondering if we're beyond, if we're going to cross into live action at some what point. What is Beyond the Spider-Verse? Exactly. The web, the, the internet. Um, are they just the going to get, <laughs> if you said about live action, is it going to be some kind of mad crossover, like a sequel to... Um... Uh, no way home yeah <laughs> well they, well there were rumors that tom holland andrew garfield and um tony mcguire were supposed to be in the first movie and how um there's actually a scene in a ton in a subway station where um miles Morales is talking to someone that was supposed to I believe that was supposed to be tom holland's character in new york but going off of like the many spider-man i could definitely agree there are a lot of spider-man in this trailer it's it's quite ridiculous to be honest like i love the fact that even that you've got like the ps4 ps5 spider-man in there as well i did not notice that that's a nice touch oh no you go further down the line you've got the you've got the playstation one spider-man <laughs> you've also got uh, a lot of people are wondering you've got the spectacular spider-man which is like supposedly one of the best animated spider-man tv shows you got spider cop who's a joke running joke in the comic books you got werewolf spider you got anim- manga spider-man how many spider-men are there like Ooh. how far can you like seemingly unlimited the amazing bag man it's <laughs> like it's, it's just a whole thing and also like you know um there's also a, a rumor like how like yuri lerenfall who does like the voice of spider-man in the in the, uh, the video games people believe that what they're doing is they're going to bring voice actors back from the previous version so my hope is we're gonna get oh touch my own micro now uh we're gonna get the 90s animated spider-man back oh from the the meme the other yeah mm. well not not even that not even that it's more the case well, they already of, uh, did that, actually in the first one it's not even that it's, it's just like you know he had that sick like amazing like when you think about spider-man in the 90s he was like they had that amazing guitar music and oh yes for the anime. yes yes but I love the fact that in this as well, like, um, you know, it's just, it's just Miles Morales just get getting completely like jumped by all these spider people, and like, yeah. what the what the fuck is going Ad- on? Admittedly, like, like, I don't really know what the story is apart from many Spider Men. So, um, yeah, I I'm definitely gonna see it. I'm have no idea what they're gonna do. With so. It. Just so, if you watch the trailer, people, you can actually see like just in the bottom left, uh, top side left, you can see a really chunky Spider-Man, 
and it's like the actual like you know PlayStation One Spider Man. Oscar Isaac is um, twenty ninety nine Spider Man, so very ha- 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 happy with that. There is a point in the trailer as well. That I'm I was wondering where basically it looks like Miles Morales is talking to an older version of himself in the trailer, so you can actually see like him talking like to someone, and it's a um, it's a Spider Man suit with a gold suit. Now, if you play the recent Miles Morales PS four and PS five game. Uh, once he helps Harlem to a certain point, they make him a new suit, which is like gold and black and everything, which represents the, mm. the place he's in. And I wonder if they're going to go into that as well. But the fact that this movie, I don't know if you know, as we were talking about this previously, has 1,000 animators on it. It's This is going to be the biggest animation project of all time for any studio. And you could definitely tell. Mm. But going off of what you said, though, I, I do agree, like, there is a fine line they're pulling here. Like, Marvel's Avengers, well, Marvel's End, Avengers Endgame was a stupidly high level event for like how when I when I watched a double toasted review, they said it's literally a comic book panel you can never imagine on screen. Yeah, mm. this is going to be that level, I think, for a lot of people, and I think also because I think the, the problem is the animation style is going to cause a lot of issues. Some people might not be able to watch this movie because. I know that I know they're going to six worlds in this one, whereas they were in one in the last time, so they're going to go to an Indian themed world. Um, people with epilepsy might not be able to watch this movie. Like people with some medical conditions might not, because it's going to be much crazier mm. this time around. And but I am really looking forward to it. And it's June. June. So right, so good because because originally um, they were they were going to release like both parts in the same year, but then they delayed Beyond the Spider Verse till next year. So we're getting to we're going to move a year now. But uh, again, th- again, this is on my you know number one section list as well. So I'm really looking forward to this. To be honest, yeah. So going on to my next one, me and Chad's pretty much been like on the same le- wavelength actually. Um, just trying to run out uh, what's on my list. So um, my next one, I'm just going to quickly run about it because I know you guys might not be into it as much. But going to talk about uh, Shazam: Fury of the Gods. Loved the first movie. I thought. With the uh, taste of Zack Snyder's Justice League and Superman and Batman, which I love the actors playing them, but their narratives were too dark and too grey and too brown. And, like, loved Man of Steel. Uh, I was okay with um, the Justice League movie. I loved Wonder Woman. I was okay with Batman. But Shazam was just fun. It was essentially yep. the 80s movie Big, with a guy gets a kid gets superpowers and turns into a superhero. Who wants more than that? And also... Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu are the bad guys in this film. They're the daughters of Atlas, one of the Greek um, uh, Prometheans who held up the world. Um, they fight a massive dragon. I was like, oh, why are you fighting a CGI dragon? Fucking shut up, it's a dragon. They watch House <laughs> of the Dragon all the time. Um, I love the fact that this movie might be a bit darker in tone in like how it's trying to make a balancing act. Uh, the director, um, oh, really embarrassed now, uh, David Sandberg, I believe it is. So basically... Uh, he is a really good director because I thought he was brilliant in the first one. He he's done horror, yeah. David Sandberg, he's done horror and um, uh, light uh, superhero as well. So he's done a lot of light heart in this. So, did you guys ever see the um, the movie Lights Out or a YouTube uh, video? So basically, it's a trailer of a woman looking down a hallway and the light goes out and everything. And there's a mm. creature in the hallway. He like he did Annabelle as well back in the day, and then he literally. Um, and then he did Shazam. It was like he has this like blended, blended aspect to his movies, and I just love the fact that this is just gonna be, it's gonna be lighthearted to a degree, and also I'm wondering how because obviously the DC universe is being rebooted or soft rebooted. How's this movie gonna play into it? Like another movie I'm gonna talk about very briefly in a bit. How's this? You know, is this just disconnected enough that they could continue on? Because I think. 
Zachary Levi's, and I'm I'm a massive fan of Zachary Levi and his acting, like Chuck, the TV show, loved that show back in the day, but he recently came out with like some anti-vax comments on Twitter and like he's an anti-Pfizer person and James Gunn said basically like, you know, if if I disagreed with every actor, I, I wouldn't hire any actors and you have to agree with that, you know, separate the art from the artist and everything. So I'm still a massive fan of him as an actor, but you know, I'm really looking forward to see how this film plays out. It looks fun. And uh, yes, and also, it's, it looks like it's gonna have some Doctor Strange ass vibes, like cities merging around and everything. Mm. So that's that's next one on my list. So yeah, mm. you you're you're finished now, aren't you? No, I, oh, okay. We've 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 got two more movies and the um, entire of games to do. Yeah, uh, but I suspect this might be on everyone's list. Uh, so let's go for let's talk about Dune Part Two. Ah, uh, yes, I was also going to talk about Dune. Same here. Yeah, <laughs> so we'll get to another way now. <laughs> Pretty much a given. More Dune. Uh, that's all you really need to know. Um, the first film really got us started, so I'm hoping that things really get. We're actually getting to the meat. Also, of the it will Dune be. Um, with the... It will only be in cinemas this time. Is it not coming to streaming? I don't know. HBO, no, when do HBO Max uh, same day release again? That uh, won't happen again. Okay. Because yes, I unfortunately yeah. didn't see this in the cinema, which no, I, I highly didn't. regret. Yeah, everyone said the the audio was amazing. Yep, I actually did see it in the cinema, and yeah, uh, I would say, I'm sorry, you did miss out. Um, it's definitely one of those spectacle movies that is better on a big screen. Mm. I'll try and see Dune 2 in the cinemas yeah. this time. Well, I'm this movie gonna... comes out... Because uh, having the old good old list here, it comes out November third. Okay, still a yeah, while then. We've, we've got a while. It's good um, though that we can kind of, you know, end off the year or with a hopefully a high. I mean, if, if the first one's anything to go by, if it keeps up that kind of quality, then um, we're definitely in for a treat. And uh, from what I heard as well from readers of the book, um, the movie pretty you know chooses pretty much the perfect point to stop off and uh, carry on to the next one. So it sounds like. Um, it should be nicely rounded out the story for the second film. So, yeah, um, I love a good world-building movie. Uh, a good, you know, that uses kind of visual language to to show us something unique. Um, and I feel like Dune Two. That's probably its strongest point for me. Um, I really liked it for that. I said Dune Two. I meant Dune. So yeah, the second one. Um, yeah, can't wait to see what they do with it. Basically, and be uh, really interested to see how the story runs out. Yeah. wholeheartedly agree I um, again I think like I, I, I'm really sad I missed the first one in the cinemas and I think Villeneuve like he's done some amazing works of recent years I've gone back and watched a, a rewatched Blade Runner 2049 uh, in, in the last mm. year or so he, that's just a stunning movie and that's another one that did um, world building visually extremely well didn't do as well unfortunately in the cinema but the Blade but the Blade Runner movies never usually do well in the cinema which is interesting um Sad, we're not going to get some actors back, but we're getting Florence Pugh in the next one, so it was interesting to see that she's going to be in it. So who do we not get back in June two? I well, I don't really want to spoil uh, this, though, you know, because uh, there's one major actor who's in the tr- who's in the film who's not coming back. Okay. Uh, but actually, possibly two. But I know Avinuf has said he wants to adapt the Children of Dune. I believe, like the 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 child of like um Paul Atreus as well, and he wants to do a three part movie of those basically. So how Dune Part Two would be just Dune, and then he will do the Children of Dune in the second part. I'd, we'll have to get someone we know on the podcast who knows doing a lot better for us but well, I do know one guy but uh, yeah see if we could get him on at some yeah, point yeah uh, yeah maybe yeah, no, make a guest appearence Dune is a st- it's a visually stunning movie and I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing it in cinema I'm, 
if they, I'm not gonna lie, if they do, like, if I could find a cinema that hosts this, I might actually just go watch it again just to experience mm. it. It is a long film, to be fair. Mm. But didn't feel long though no. to me. That's like that's the aspect of a good film. Yeah. Like you get some films which are only two hours and they feel long. You know, the Batman is a good example of like a film that works out quite well for its length. But yes, no, Dune Part Two, I cannot wait for. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's really awesome to be honest. Mm. Yeah, great pick. I, I thought it might come up, um, at least from Nate. But yeah, good to know we're all on the same page there. Uh, can I go on to TV shows? Because I've gone yeah. through my films. I've got. Um, I'm just gonna oh, treat people quickly. Get <laughs> one open. Uh, so I've got. Uh, I think I've got two movies left. Mm. All right. Well, but we talk about them very. I'm just gonna like run them off very quickly. Basically, do you want to go ahead then, and then I can talk about yeah, some TV so, shows? Yeah. So, um, the Flash, supposedly from James Gunn, he said it's one of the best superhero films he's ever seen. There's going to be many, many multiverses. Like, I've seen some screenshots of like, you know, Christopher Reeves appearing in like you know running sequences and like all the different movie multiverses appearing. Like it's mm. ridiculous how much it is. Obviously, these days are a mill of controversy at the moment. How it's going to play out. I suppose this is going to reset the DC universe. How the fuck it's going to happen? I know Michael Keaton's coming back. Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck are in this film. Uh, Supergirl's in this film as well, but a different version of Supergirl. It's like an alternate universe-style version. Really look forward to seeing how that plays out. And the other one is the Marvels. It's the uh, Captain Marvel uh, movie coming out this year. Because obviously, if you really love Miss Marvel, the TV show, that sets up the movie coming out this year. Okay, right. And, I didn't realize um, that was what it was. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to seeing how that plays out. And obviously, it's going to include uh, Monica Rambeau, who is in WandaVision. So those three are actually... Because obviously, she's one of the Captain Marvels, essentially, in the comic books. So it's uh, her, Miss Marvel, and Captain Marvel in the movie mm. together. My one hope for the movies... I know a lot of people love the uh, Captain Marvel movie. Mm. I felt when it came out, it came out like, in a weird point where it was between the Infinity War and Endgame and how the script wasn't as strong as I wanted it to be. And, it, and Brie Larson is an Academy Award winner actress. Watch Room. Not The Room. Don't fucking watch that movie. Oh, <laughs> you watch it from fuck that movie. A film called Room. Like mm. half of the movie takes place in a 10 foot by... A, a 10 foot by 10 foot room. But the camera work in that film works amazingly. Brie Larson is amazing in that movie. The, the script is just a bit dry for her character. And I'm hoping... Like, even that short sequence at the end of Miss Marvel... We can spoil it because, you know... She appears at the end of Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very briefly. There was a slight comedic aspect to it. And I'm hoping, um, you know... The actress who plays Miss Marvel brings a levity to it as well. So yeah. it brings brings the script up a bit. It felt like a very phase one movie. Because when you go back and watch original Marvel movies, they do have a certain tone to them. Whereas they sort of evolved past Winter Soldier. I'm hoping that the Marvels does that. So that's my final movie. Yeah, pick. just briefly on that. Um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed uh, Miss Marvel. Um, it was very refreshing. And the, the main character, she really... Well, all the characters were great in that, but she especially stood out. Um, so that does make me a little bit more interested in, did you say The Marvels? Yes, it's called yeah. The Marvels, yes. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, uh, that makes me more interested knowing she's in it. Um, I never saw... Um, man, the other one. <laughs> oh, WandaVision. No, I saw WandaVision as well, yeah. Oh, you mean Captain Marvel? Yeah, that's it. Man, my, my head, too many Marvels going around. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, basically the, the trailer didn't interest me. I was in a little bit of burnout. I think that, as you said, it came out a bit of a weird time. Um, but yeah, I, I could be interested then knowing that Miss Marvel's in it. And uh, on the uh, the reboot as well of the DC Universe, um, I've been thoroughly out of watching those movies just because, yeah, again, superhero burnout. 
the DC movies just didn't win out. Not, none of them were particularly interesting to me um, in terms of trailers. Honestly, Man of Steel... A lot of people hated Man of Steel because there was such a city-level destruction in the end of that movie. But everyone loves the Transformers movies. Wow. Avengers, yeah. Avengers, That's Avengers, a stretch. <laughs> well, a lot of people made a fucking lot of money to make five films. Some people must be watching them. But, uh, uh, yeah. And, like, you know, Avengers, the first movie, destroyed New York because it always mm. does. You know, Godzilla vs. Kong, mm. you know, they destroyed Japan um, or wherever they were. And, you know, it's also, you have two super-powered people hitting each other. Yeah. In a city that's mostly happen. empty. Yeah. Uh, oh, they, mm, well, I think some... I think we'll say that talk mainly for like the yeah. DC. Yeah. That's the point I was going to make was perhaps this is a point for me to jump back in because I actually watched the uh, more recent Suicide Squad recently and that was really good. So who knows? I'm a bit more into comic mo- book movies now. Um, I'd definitely be interested in having you on the DC conversation because they have announced. So basically, they've announced the first phase which is called gods and monsters we'll talk about very very briefly. cool it's 10 it's 10 aspects five films five tv shows the first one coming out is called creature commandos it's in the 40s um a weasel somehow going to be in it <laughs> uh but it's an animated show seven part animated show um and basically what, what james kind of said is the actors that come in to the animated property will go into live action so they'll blend together so every so cool there's a, there's a problem with this there that fergus knows exactly where i'm going with this it also concerns video games so the voice actors from the video, the animation and the live action will go voice the video game versions as well, which can cause major issues for video game production. Mm. Like, you know, video games take a lot longer to develop than movies and animation mm. and actors and can be quite, if you get unknown actors playing these parts, fair enough. But if you get very high known actors voicing game roles, then it's going to be, you know, it's going to be more expensive to do, and there's been a mm. controversy around that recently. Um, you know, also you've got like, um, what was some of the movies? I can't remember. I'm blanking on the movies now. That's yes, really frustrating. Got it from me. <laughs> but we're getting a Swamp Thing uh, movie as well, so that's interesting. But he's going, he's going a bit out of the box now. We're getting Superman Legacy. It's going to be, the, that's going to be the first big superhero movie like coming mm. out. He's, he's writing it. There's rumors that he's people are trying to pull in to direct the Superman movie. But they, he's, he's basically come out and said, like, this is what's happening. They're also in a Supergirl movie. But the Supergirl movie will be about her drifting in space, watching Krypton get destroyed, and she's a more jaded character, and she's having to protect this girl. It's actually based off like an entire... Well, we'll see. I'll check the trailers out now, once the reboot's mm. happened, and well, it's I'll, I'll see on, if I want to jump It's back actually in. based on a graphic novel. So mm. what they're doing is now is they're actually taking graphic novel, direct graphic novels mm. and almost adapting them to film because there's such a template for that. And also... It's a free storyboard, yeah. I mean, 300 and Watchmen, the prime examples yeah. of that, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, but yeah that, that's just... We'll, we're going to have a bigger talk of the DC conversation about that, but yeah. Yeah. I've got one more movie for you. Go ahead. Uh, this is... The uh, DreamWorks latest picture, Eternal. I believe it's DreamWorks. You mean Elemental? Yeah. Uh, elemental, yes. <laughs> God damn. I like how I typed in before you did it. Eternals. No, it's Elementals. Elemental. Uh, this is the new Pixar film. Um, so they are living in a town where some people are made of ice and some people are made of fire and they all have to get along. Um, that's basically the premise. So it's opposites getting along, everyone being happy together in this relatively small city uh, with general Pixar good vibes, character d- design and um, yeah. Yeah. 
No, I, I, I'm way beyond this man. And it is a love story as well, isn't it? Between a water character and a fire I character. Think so they have to find some way of making it work. Yeah, yeah. Despite beating the odds of, you know, I, I think it's a fairly standard story, but in a kind of interesting environment. Um, again, Pixar. So it's basically a must-watch. Um, no, I, 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 yeah. I definitely agree. It looks. Uh, when I first saw the trailer to this, I know actually, um, I believe the creators actually said, like, because a lot of people make comparisons to Avatar The Last Airbender, because obviously, whenever you make a film or a property that includes four different elements in it, Avatar mm. The Last Airbender is going to be brought up quite a bit. Mm. And I do believe the the creators of this did uh, mention, like, how that plays into it a little bit. Yeah. Really looking forward to it as well, to be honest, because absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah, it comes out later this year. It's June, so. Yeah, another Cinema Guardians. Summer. Yeah, another summer summer blockbuster. No, but yeah, no, that's that's awesome, man. So yeah, uh, we're gonna go to our final category now, which is games. Yes. All right, I can kick off for games if you guys want. Yeah, yeah. sure, go ahead. Man. Got a few to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. where to start? Uh, let's talk about Resident Evil Four. On my list as well, dude. Yeah, on my list as cool. well. Thought so. Um, so yeah, um, I the original is uh, obviously a fantastic game. Um, a lot of people have played it. It did extremely well. It released on lots and lots of systems. Um, I must admit, when this was announced, I was sceptical because, to me, the original is still a very good game. Um, a lot of it has not... Um, you know, it's it's not aged, really. Uh, I think it still looks pretty good. The mechanics still hold up. Um, there's less to fix than in 2 and 3, let's say. Um, however... Um, Obviously, 2 was uh, a really, really good remake. Um, so it kind of gives me some hope that what they'll do for 4 is going to have the same kind of effect. Um be interesting to see if they expand on it, because 4 is already a very long game. It's got a lot of content in it for a originally a PS2 game. So um, basically, what I'm going to be doing is looking closely at the reviews, seeing what people are saying about it, and if it's good, I'm going to get it and give it a play, because it's been a long time since I played the original, and I think uh, if, if this is a good remake, then I'm definitely due a, a replay. So I actually um, replayed this last year. All right. I hadn't played it in like at least a decade. Which version? Uh, the PC version. Cool. Like, uh, yep. PC, uh, because someone actually created an eight, he spent eight years creating an entire HD mod for the game. Great, yeah. The mod was like 38 gigabytes big. It was ridiculous. But it made... Because I, I tried to play the game like in the original version it was. It was a bit too outdated for me. Because it yeah. is like 20... It's old now. Yeah, 2008, 2010. I think, so um, in terms of like fidelity, it's probably on the lower side. But uh, I think in terms of like art style, that's what's you know not aged. That still really works well, in my opinion. No, I definitely agree. Um, I love the fact that they've said they got rid of QTEs in this one. Yes, yeah, so that was definitely one of the... <sighs> Not lower points, but I think a lot of games at the time were doing it, and maybe they're a little bit um, out of style now. So that's a good call. I'm just wondering how certain, like you know, the the troll, the fish, how how are those battles going to play out now? Because like they're major sections of those. Yeah, I guess gameplay uh, sequences. I guess either they'll make it proper gameplay or they'll do some kind of scripted sequences. We'll have to see. Did you see the Did, did you see the the dog in the trailer? What they did in this time around? No, what they done? So the dog. <laughs> This is really depressing to say. The dog is dead at the start of the trailer when you when you go to save it in the bear trap. Yeah. So they've said this time around it's dead. now a lot of people say, well, how's that going to play into the narrative then? Because obviously, the dog plays into the yeah. game later. Why would they kill the dog? 
And I don't know. That dog helps you if you uh, if you rescue it. I think exactly. If I remember correctly. Yeah, unless it's a timed event this time around, where if you don't get to the dog in a yeah. game, which would be very interesting. Maybe they're baiting us in the uh, in the trailer. Yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how they do Salazar. Salazar's mm. going to be interesting for the remake, in my opinion. Is he the guy in the robe with the big beard? Yeah. Okay. Yes. And obviously, what, what I don't know, I can't remember the little guy's name. He's like really with the toys. Uh, with the oh, toy I, don't, I don't know his name, but I know the guy. Yeah, yeah for sure. how that's going to play into it this time. Obviously, we're looking at some gameplay. One people people have like looked at the rain though, the rain graphics, and they do they have said it's the rain doesn't look. It looks a bit odd. Looks a bit odd. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 too it's too bright. It's it's too there's not enough alpha like uh, fading to the rain. Looks very like on cat on the camera. Yeah, it's very orderly and like. Uh, old movie milk rain. You know what I mean? <laughs> They've also said that I know exactly uh, what you mean, Ashley yeah. doesn't have a health bar this time around, and also knives have a durability to them. Hmm. So I'm a bit frustrated with that because I don't want a Zelda where I have to keep getting new knives and everything or new weapons. Hmm. Yeah, I, I was wondering what kind of gameplay changes they'd make because um, obviously 2 and 3 uh, changed their style from the originals where I believe it was set camera angles, right? Yes. Yes. And from the gameplay here, looks like it works mostly the same, but as we were discussing, they've made some small tweaks. So, yeah, hopefully it works better. Um, you can walk and shoot in this one as well. You couldn't... Yes. Fl- yeah. Now, that's yeah, that's definitely a plus side. But, yeah... Um, I believe you can. I Yeah. So, I'm going to definitely check out the reviews first, but um, I'm cautiously optimistic that they'll do a good job on this one. Well, um, that is March 24th. Yeah, not March twenty fourth. So many games coming out in the in the next few months, and yeah, it was definitely on my list as well. Uh, going on to my first pick, can't really talk about Dead Space because I've already just completed it. It was absolutely <laughs> it was absolutely brilliant. Um, frustrating as hell because the necromorphs have three layers to their bodies now: skin, muscle, and bone. So you have to shoot through them to actually take oh, the limbs out this time. Gruesome. Mm. It was, uh, and also they've added a secret ending to the game now and a, uh, an alternate ending they had an entirely new suit for name new game plus and everything i was a bit disappointed because i had some performance issues toward at the end of the game like my my pc dropped quite a few frames mm. supposedly it's a thing with higher end graphics cards at the moment and also the alternate ending they added i did just youtube because i don't want to play the game again recently amazing also they adjusted the flight combats uh, so the uh, zero g so instead of like you locking to uh, flaws. It was it was the Dead Space Two Zero G where you actually f- thrusted around and everything. It was mm. much better change to the game and they added a couple of different elements to it. it was brilliant. Uh, but I'm going to talk about. Um, so we talk. We spoke briefly about uh, Final Fantasy Rebirth. Look forward to that. Uh, I'm going to talk about uh, Marvel Spider Man Two because mm. I can't really say much about this game at the moment. Like it's coming out TBD uh, 2023. They've basically said that. Uh, the reveal trailer is basically announced that it sounds like Craven's going to be in it. Venom is going to be one of the main villains. It's Miles Morales and Spider-Man teaming up. A lot of people are wondering how they're actually going to go about it this time because obviously you can only play in New York so many times before. Are they going to expand it to not just Manhattan, so it's going to be Queens and Brooklyn this time around? Because obviously Miles Morales, his home area isn't it's Harlem, you know, it's Brooklyn and everything. And for for Peter Parker, it's Queens. So mm. expanding the city. And also, is it going to have an aspect of like GTA Five, where you can instantly switch between the different the two characters this time mm, around? They have okay. different narratives playing out. Yeah, can't really say much else than that at the moment. I'm wondering because obviously this has been very quiet and like they've the developers have said it is still coming out this year. Mm. They're just working on it. 
Loved the first one. I thought the narrative was absolutely stunning and very heartfelt towards the end. I really, I, I teared up a bit at the end of the first one. And the Miles Morales expansion, well, I say expansion, secondary game. It was a 12-hour, yeah. 10-12-hour campaign itself. Brilliant, amazing soundtrack. Um, I loved the twist at the end of the first game and how it's going to play into the sequel. Can't really say much else than that. But yeah, I can't wait to play this game. I'm hoping... Hoping to God we get some sort of fucking announcement soon or like a release date or at least because, you know, Zelda's coming out in May, which we'll talk about in a little bit, but they announced the release date back in like October, November time. Mm. So I'm hoping like we get like um, a a PlayStation Direct soon where we get to see. See more. Yeah, exactly. Because they're also working on Wolverine as well, Mm. which is going to be an R-rated Wolverine game, supposedly. Okay. So, yeah, Insomniac is just like... The fact that they released like Ratchet and Clank last year, Mm. they did Miles Morales, and now they're releasing Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine. And they've all been... I played Ratchet... I never played Ratchet and Clank game before. Fucking loved the remake. Mm. Well, so the the PS5 game. And uh, yeah, that's, that's my next game pick. Okay. So, I think my game pick is going to be slightly different to yours. Um, A game called Anonymous Code. Hmm. So, this is the next visual novel in the... um, Made by uh, Studio Mages and Chiomaro Studio. Uh, So, this is the same people who made Steinsgate and um, Chaos Head Noah. Um... I think it's coming out in the West in 2023. There have been complications with uh, Majors and some of their partners going bankrupt. But it is already out in Japan. So it is just a question of porting it over and translating, which we'll we'll, we'll, we'll see. It might might end up being a fan translation. Um, but this is a very interesting, it's less of a visual novel and more of a um, story-based puzzle experience, I guess. Mm. Um, so you are living in Tokyo in 2037. Um, you make a living as a pro hacker. Um, but in 2037, the boundaries between the real world and the digital world are basically non-existent so people can hack you for realsies um that's scary yeah and it kind of plays into this fear with the um uh yeah there's there's perma perma save loss um so if you make the wrong decision, someone hacks you for realsies, and you lose your safe data, and you have to start all over Fuck again. That. I was going to say, <laughs> oh, that, oh, that's like half clever and potentially very frustrating. Half bullshit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Nate's but visibly mad about it that. It adds the fear to it. You don't want to make the wrong decision. This is Psycho Mantis from Metal Gear Solid 1 to a whole other level, like guessing yeah. your save files in PlayStation yeah. 1. Like, yeah. fuck that. They're very good at this sort of game, so it's going to be techno-psychological horror They did a similar thing in Watch Dogs 2? Yeah. So how people could come into your game and hack your game like elements in your game they could like hack elements around you and like try to rob real players you. or yes real well, players that's could. cool obviously Elden Ring had a thing where they could come into your realm as well mm. where they could detect but nah fuck this shit no, 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 no. <laughs> that reminds me a bit in um, an old game called Eternal Darkness which had um, fourth wall breaking psychological horror effects and mm. one of them um, is that it pretends it's deleted your save data which is hilarious no <laughs> just no also it, you can use the save 
so the the save data is also folded into the story itself so because you can time travel using the save data using because it's broke nate's brain yeah, right now yeah it's it's completely i just don't know what to think anymore i know it's, it's, awesome. it's gonna be an amazing game Sounds pretty interesting. i really want it yeah. to come i just someone please buy mages um <laughs> i think spike chansoft is the publisher for them at the moment i'm hoping they do of course steins but... of course yeah that's yeah cool. yeah, yeah okay, but then yeah. um this is the, f- the first new one in a while but yes very much looking forward to this um coming soon playstation switch pc you know nice one yeah uh cool well Next game I want to talk about, I don't know if either of you are going to talk about it, but Diablo 4, I believe, is due mm. out in 2023. Um, so, the first trailer that I saw uh, really sold me. Um, it's, it was a gameplay trailer, um, which was the Druid. Um, and anything where I can play a Druid, and it looks awesome, uh, you know, I'm pretty much in. Um, I quite like these style of games, usually. Um, obviously... Blizzard's track record recently is not so good, so uh, again, another one we're going to be checking out the reviews before I buy, but um, fingers crossed, the the tone from the original CG trailer that was out um, looks, you know, very cool, very dark, um, and hopefully they can pull it off gameplay-wise, so um, yeah, if, if the reviews are alright, then I'm definitely going to check this out, because after playing a whole bunch of Hades, I'm definitely up for another action RPG type game. This one's a bit darker and a bit more fantasy, so that's definitely up my alley. Yeah, I, uh, I played Diablo 3 for the first time during lockdown. Uh, a good friend of ours, uh, he was he's a massive Diablo fan, and I was like, yeah, I was I think I recently played Hades myself, and I, I wasn't hugely into these sorts of games growing up. I did I did like Dungeon Siege, but that, was, that wasn't like this, it was more like standard RPG. Um. Yeah, and I played it. I played Dungeons, uh, Diablo Three, and I actually quite enjoyed. It. Never finished it. I think I'm gonna possibly get on my Steam Deck and maybe like just like power mm. through it on there. I think that's a good game to do on Steam Deck when you're chilling and whatnot. Mm. Diablo Four. I'm definitely interested in seeing. Um. Yeah, seeing how that plays out. So yeah. Nice one. Yeah. So I'm just. I'm right. I'm gonna. I've got like a few left. So I'm gonna. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna double mine up and just get through them quickly. Cool, so we'll, yep, yeah. Man. So basically, gonna talk about quickly. Uh, Suicide Squad killed the Justice League and uh, Tears of the Kingdom as Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. So, Suicide uh, uh, Squad killed the Justice mm. League. Obviously, Rockstar... Uh, Rocksteady, sorry. Don't want to get those confused. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I'm very intrigued to see how this plays out. My concern is the fact that Marvel's Avengers is shutting down soon. And that mm. really did not last long. And obviously, this this possibly could have a similar tone in how it plays out. Because it's, it's not just a single-player game. You can play as up to four people in the campaign. It looks stunning. looks brilliant. Uh, I love the fact you can play as King Shark as well. I think that's absolutely great. And Deadshot. It's going to be interesting. And you are fighting the Justice League. Uh, I'm wondering how it play out narratively if you can play it completely single player. Because obviously coming from the Arkham series team made some amazing Batman games. You'd how it's going to play so out. then, yeah. And you yeah. think that they wouldn't repeat, as you said, the same mistake with um, Marvel Avengers, was it? Yes, yes. Yeah. And that, yeah. And I'm hoping there's not a lot of life you know, service things going into this because I'm, I just want my good, I want my good narrative essentially. Like I want, I want my mm. good narrative. And I think, I believe this one is taking place in Metropolis. So we'll see how that plays out. Also, the one aspect of this, which I did uh, find kind of like a little sad at the end was basically, it was revealed that this is actually Kevin Conroy's uh, who voiced Batman for over 30 years, his final performance as Batman. Mm. So 30 years, wow. Yeah, he, so it was like the early 90s he started playing Batman 
and uh, this is his final performance um, as Batman. And also Mark Hamill has actually come out and said recently he's not going to voice the Joker anymore because of Kevin Conroy isn't around. There's no Batman to his Joker anymore, so he's not. Yeah. He's not. Which I think is um. That makes sense. Yeah, it's a very, very heartfelt tribute because, like, when you think of the Joker and Batman, a lot of people say, you know, uh, Christian Bale and everything, but to me, Batman for me is Kevin Conroy because mm. I grew up with that. But that's that's uh, one of them. Tears of the Kingdom. Can't really say much else at the moment for Zelda because it's really frustrating. I mean, Nintendo have just announced they're doing a direct tomorrow, yeah. Yeah. recording this, but it's going to be like 11 p.m. here. Yeah. But it's a 40 minute showcase yeah, for the first half of the year. Yeah. There'll be some interesting. I think there. they're going to announce. I think there's a possible. You know where I'm going with this. They might. Switch 2. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been hearing people talk about the Switch kind of showing its age a little bit now. So it, it feels is. time, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, Zelda's always been across. Uh, a lot of the games have been across platform. Zelda, Tears of the Breath of the Wild was Wii U and Switch. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, t- uh, Twilight Princess, I believe, was as well. I didn't have a Wii or Wii U myself, but my family mm. did. Um, yeah, and I believe that's coming out May 12th. That's the, that's the actual time frame. I think what they're okay. going to do is they're going to delay it one more time and they're going to basically get to the summer window, get a few more Switches sold. Because mm. they, it's just been announced that the Switch has outsold the entire lifetime of the PlayStation 2 now gosh like, wow yeah yeah now that's impressive yes yeah exactly especially since the ps2 only stopped production officially or i don't know if the ps3 in the, oh, it kept going for a very yeah, long time yeah because yeah. in the south american countries i believe yeah. it was yeah it was more there but yeah that uh tis of keenan can't really say much else the whole you know the hyrule aspect here you know you've got the landscape you've got the sky kingdom now i think it's going to be a darker tone i'm mm. hoping they get rid of weapon durability you can just mm. continue fighting with it this time around uh, Breath of the World got me through a very dark time as well, so I'm really looking forward to playing Tears of the Kingdom. See, so yeah, that's my that's my next ones. Awesome. Uh, so I've only got two more. Uh, I can rattle them off as well if you. Yeah, like. I've got one more. So if you want to do your two, we can do that. Okay, Stalker Two: Heart of Chernobyl is coming out this year, uh, December 2023. Uh, so right at the end of 2023, but it's finally coming out. Um, the Ukrainian developed. Uh, epic um, how do you describe it open world post-apocalyptic first person shootery game uh, set in Chernobyl and the surrounding area Um, it's got a lot of interesting stuff going on in it Um, just the um, the void rifts that you have to avoid uh, walking into has I don't know if there's monsters floating around, but like the vibes are really interesting. The sort of supernatural stuff's really interesting. I think even given the context of its, especially the later side of its development, is going to make things interesting. Um, I mean, I believe the original studio where this was originally developed has been destroyed by a missile. Um, so. Let's say the latter half of maybe the story development has probably been fed into this game. So it's going to be a very interesting play um, story-wise and just sort of game elements-wise. I mean, I played a lot of Fallout 4. I'm kind of hoping for the same sort of-ish vibes. I mean, of course, it's going to be very different. But um, The only thing is, I really loved the Metro games back in the day. Yeah. Obviously set in Russia. Yeah. Um, and I know they changed the title of Chernobyl. They changed the spelling of Chernobyl yes. for this because of this as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I the the the, the war has changed quite a lot uh, contextually. About the I game. mean, this will be coming to 
this could be coming to Game Pass as well, I believe. I have no idea. The fact it's coming out at all is a miracle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, yeah, um, it said it's Xbox Series X and S and PC in 2023. Oh, yeah. Day one Game Pass. Oh, cool. Wow. Okay. Yes. Uh, very much looking forward to that. Been waiting for that for some years now. Um, at least a decade and a half, I'd say. Uh, yes. Quite a while. Yeah. 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 Uh, and for a lighter tone, uh, Witchbrook, uh, which is. So this is uh, from the same um, publisher as um, Stardew Valley. So this is kind of very Stardew Valley vibes, uh, Witch Academy. So you kind of attend classes, learn how to brew potions. There's some talk of it being kind of like a social MMORPG kind of deal. The art style's lovely. Look at that. So it's super cutesy, Mm. Stardew Valley style. They're all attending a Witch Academy, trading lettuces with each other sort of game. Um, uh, Chucklefish, yeah. There's no, not a huge amount of information out about it. No, I'm literally scrolling, trying to scroll, try and yeah, find there's something not out really the a trailer, but it's coming out this year, and I very much enjoy Stardew Valley, and if this gives them the same vibes, and I wasn't it Stardew Valley only made by one person as well? Yeah. So I'm presuming he's got more creators than this I one, possibly. Thanks. So. I suspect so because he's also still supporting Stardew Valley. Because he made a lot. I mean, he just does, doesn't sleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, workaholic. I do agree yeah. with you though, Chaz. This, yeah, this yeah, art style is really, and also he's changed the um, he's changed the actual like it's more isometric this time around. I was gonna say I love a good isometric um art style. It can really because last one was top down, wasn't it? Stardew Valley was uh, like almost a almost a two point top oh, down view. Yeah, the camera angles changed a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know we love pixel stuff on uh, NMI. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, so keep an eye out for this one. I'm hoping for trailers. Quite soon. So that's Witchbrook, people. Yeah. Great. Well, I'd like to round off with one that's pretty close to my heart, um, and that is Darkest Dungeon 2. Oh, yes. Yeah. So Darkest Dungeon 2 is actually out in early access right now. Um, I think it's still exclusive to the Epic Store. Um, but like Darkest Dungeon 1, they did a lot of uh, development, um, uh, you know, in early access and refine a lot of mechanics darkest dungeon 2 is doing the same thing so i have played a little bit of um the game now uh but they kind of made a lot of uh adjustments to the mechanics of the game after that i kind of put it down for a while um just to kind of give them some chance but it seems like they're aiming for it to come out in 2023 um darkest dungeon 1 is um i love that game it's amazing the art style is super great the tone is amazing and basically in Darkest Dungeon 2, uh, in terms of tone, they've just amped everything up. They've gotten a new um, kind of 3D, but, you know, reminiscent of the original game's art style. Uh, it, the combat looks fantastic. Um, mechanically, they've changed a ton. So that's interesting. It's a bit of a gamble, um, but I think they can make it work. Uh, so I think I'll probably will just check it out when it's ready, uh, fully released, hopefully this year. Um, and yeah, um, it's. I just love the the tone and the atmosphere of this game. So, yeah, definitely looking forward to this one. Can't wait. I do have to like check one thing very quickly because it's just come to my mind. So a game that we haven't mentioned because I don't think it announced when it was actual release. There was 
this is a game neither of us have mentioned. Interesting. Mm. We are talking about Hades 2, people. It's supposed to be coming out in early access in 2024. All right, then my next pick is Hades uh, 2. <laughs> I mean, I think I pretty much got to come in as well for that. So, yeah, yeah. no, uh, can't wait for this. Just... Oh, I should mention, I actually recently finished the epilogue of Hades 1. Jesus uh, Christ, well, I have to give it. I have to give a yeah, slight round of applause I, for that. I, so that's... How was it? Uh, it was okay. <laughs> so would you say, as, as someone who is not very good at those games and would take a very long time to maybe just YouTube it? The epilogue, yeah. Okay. But I'd say try and finish it ten times. That's the proper ending-ish. I mean, I can complete it in about 40 minutes, so at yeah. my, my best go, go when I retrain on it, but yeah. Yeah, so yeah, definitely I'd tack that one on then. Looks like early access for Hades 2. Um, I would probably talk a lot about Hades 2 in other episodes, so I will... Not say too much more, but um, yeah, definitely. So you get your Diablo 4 and your Hades 2 this year? Yeah, and my Darkest Dungeon 2, so yeah, great, le- great year for me. Chaz sure. is eating well this year, yep. that's for sure. Well, I'm going to be playing the same free games like I usually do for many, many hours. Yep, right, so I'm just going to run off my uh, last two now. We're actually running a quite length longer than I expected people, but we've done movies, TV shows and games, so it's going to be a bit longer. So I'm going to talk very briefly about this because we still don't fully know when this is coming out i'm talking about starfield uh, obviously yeah. there's no official actual release date for this year i'm hoping we i know uh they did a brief brief conference for xbox recently and they said that starfield is going to be getting its own presentation mm. i'm hoping something comes out for this soon yeah really is- looking forward to playing it really looking forward to playing it. i like the fact that they're not gonna have fuel for the starships as they've mentioned and stuff like that but you know Again, I could, there's not much else I can really say for Starfield at the moment because we've seen gameplay for it. It looks interesting. I hope the worlds are a bit more visually appetizing because I think Skyrim, we have to always have to go back to Skyrim, had very unique locations. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, uh, Starfield definitely needs that. I know we've got a few hub worlds that, like, when you play as this, um, you go to, like, Humanity Hub World and everything, it's quite visually interesting to a degree. Uh, but I think like some of the other planets should be interesting as well. Customizing your ships is interesting to play. So that's that's one of my picks, Starfield. But my final one, uh, so it is uh, Jedi Survivor. So obviously I've got to end up with a bit of Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Uh, IGN have just released the uh, first nine minutes of gameplay from the game. I think it looks, again, you know, I think it looks stunning. I can't wait for this time around. I'm a very a big fan of Ka- Cameron Monaghan, uh, the actor who's actually in playing Cal Kestis. I'm hoping. Whereas DC is doing the whole transition of actors between video game and, and uh, live action, and also um, with uh, TV shows such as uh, Marlene in The Last of Us, she plays the same actress in that, and with Star Wars and Mandalorian, Ahsoka, and everything transitioning between live action. I'm hoping he, and also he is a true actor as well, so he can easily transition. He comes into live action eventually as well. That's what I'm really hoping for because he's brilliant. Um, yeah, I can't wait for this game. It comes out on March. So it comes out, it was delayed actually till April. So it comes out uh, the same day as Dead Island 2, which is going to be. I wonder mm. if Dead Island's going to move that day. But they're, they're two different genres. Very entirely. different. Mm. Yeah. So I wonder if, like, but they might they might compete to a degree in the sales market. Um, I'm loving the fact that they've added an entire new lightsaber combat style. So did you guys ever play the Jedi Knight series back in the day? Yeah, I think so. So they had like a, a medium, light, and heavy act, uh, fight style. Mm. This one, it seems like they've got single blade, dual blade, and um, uh, double bladed. So you can actually switch between fighting styles. They've adapted even further. Obviously, you guys won't care about spoilers now, but... Uh, at the end of the first game, you fight Vader. Or mm. should I say you get fucking trounced by Vader. Mm. He appears at the end of the game, rips the entire world apart, and you're like, fuck this shit. You've got to... Ra-. Basically, you're, 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 the whole plan is to get the fuck out of there and away from mm. him. 
And when he turns up, you just hear the and the stomp, and you're like, okay, fucking go. And this time around, it's as they've said, it's a bit darker in tone. He's more mature, and I'm really looking forward to seeing how that plays out in the narrative itself. And I've only got like two and a half months left to play it. They pushed it back by six weeks, and some people complain. I'm like, it's six weeks to get a bit more bug fixes in there, a bit, bit of that polish, because mm. they did have a few patches they had to release with the first game. Mm. And I think they basically like said, okay, we'll, we'll we'll change the tone a bit and everything, you know, we'll we'll delay a bit. And I'm fine. See, six weeks is With fine. With development these days and games, if you're delaying a game, I almost think it's not a good thing. But I I will never berate them for it because it's like clearly they've realised that there's more work to do. And though patching is a thing, you want to hit the ground running. Like people are, you're gonna affect your sales and be annoy people if you have to put out too many patches fixing especially critical issues. Wholeheartedly mm. agree. I mean, also, you know, Resi 4, Resi 4 comes out March 24th. <laughs> Jedi Survivor comes out April 28th. Just play, just play Resi an hour a night and you'll, you'll get to, <laughs> you'll get to Jedi Survivor. Or, or watch the multitude well, of TV also, shows or watch a film. 2023 The Last mad. of Us Part 1 comes out on PC on uh, March yeah. 28th as well and a lot of people haven't played that either. You will find other things to do. 2023 yes. is a mad year. Also, no doubt you've got your Steam backlog people so they go and do that. But no, yeah. I'm, just lo- I'm just really looking forward to this game. Can't wait to play it and that's, that's my final pick. Ah, <sighs> so oh. many fucking like movies, TV shows, a video game. This... It seems like we're coming out of the um, the the tight sink. Or what, what would you call it? The um, where it comes the, co- the COVID delays. Basically. Yeah, yeah, the COVID yeah. delays have come. Yeah, with the bottleneck. Yeah, so bottleneck. The- that's it. You know, uh, what? I know exactly what you meant, and I was like, "What is that word?" <laughs> yeah, we are literally coming out of the bottleneck now, where we're getting we're getting a lot of the titles coming out now. We're mm. like getting a lot of the um, things coming out. I'm really looking forward to playing them, but. Yeah, that was a really awesome. I like, I like the fact that we had a lot of uh, crossing in our uh, um, entertainment this time as well. But also around. quite quite a few unique ones as well, which is nice. A nice mix. Oh mm. yes, yeah. Well, we could definitely count on Fergus coming in with the uh, uh, Zom One Hundred. I'm definitely looking forward mm. to. Like, awesome. Um, yeah. You know, I highly, yeah, I'm really looking forward to playing that. Um, or watching that. Sorry. Yeah. So be really interested playing that. Could be a game eventually. Could be a game Who knows? Eventually. Who knows? Because yeah. you know. Uh, but yeah, no. That that is it, people. We've uh, we've ran up our list. So uh, next week. Uh, we're working out the uh, ideas at the moment. The two topics we're sort of leaning towards at the moment is either the streaming wars conversation of how mm. that's going to play out, or the DC slate conversation. How mm. our predictions for the first phase of DC, which isn't even the full phase, as well. They've said this is phase one, but we've only announced like a few of the projects in it so far. So see how that plays out. Mm. Uh, but again, that's it, people. We're going to round it out now with our, our lovely, lovely outro. So if you've got any questions, queries, or compliments, feel free to email us at nmipodcastoutlook.com. That's nmipodcastoutlook.com. Look in the description if you want to find the uh, there. Search for our socials at nmicast. That's at nmicast. If you got any, like, you know, what are you looking forward to in 2023 that we possibly didn't mention? Is there anything, like, you want us to talk about? And, like, maybe topic conversation-wise, you know, we've got so many things we could talk about this year. What could we possibly do? So, yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to leave it there for myself, but I want to thank uh, Fergus and Chaz for joining me today. Uh, obviously, Chaz is in person. I want to hope, hope you yeah. had a great time, dude. Good to be here in person. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely looking forward to doing it more. Uh, obviously, some we may have to you know switch to online sometimes as well, depending on like, people's schedules and everything. So we'll try to do these as much in person as possible. Hopefully, people enjoy that more. But yeah, we're going we're gonna to leave it there. Thank you again, Fergus, for joining us today. No problem. It's been a pleasure as usual. 
Right, that's all right. We're going to be there, people. Hopefully, you enjoy the rest of your week. Um, obviously, enjoy all the games that are coming out. So many good games. Go play Hi-Fi Rush. That's on Game Pass at the moment. I've been mm. playing a bit of that. Loving that. Uh, didn't want to mention that because it's already out. And uh, yeah, so we're going to be there. So, people, have a great week. We'll see you next time. See everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.